This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. The world survived polar flares and Hollywood murder cults. <laughs> We've unmasked the big tech lizard people. Yep. Please join us now as we spill the tea on your favorite celebrities. Oh, no. <laughs> Our 11% accuracy record will help you beat the Vegas odds and win big. Today on Bacon Sale. 11%? I'm saying 11%. You got up there to 11%? <laughs> Thanks to you, Joel Stradamus. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, welcome to Bacon Sale. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our best and worst of 2021 show. Surprisingly fun. Yeah, we had a good time. A little bit of anger, a little bit of ranting. Well, and then you had your full 10 best on yes. ShowtimeShowdown.com. Yeah. And you released... And my, my, I was going to say my top 10 best at uh, the former 786.blogspot.com. So fun. So I was able to see your full list. It was yeah. kind of fun to see that. I am shocked every year that Blogspot still exists. I am as well. <laughs> every time I go like, to no blogger.com. Blog, no. Which, you know, honestly, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. Go check out Joel's post and click on every link. <laughs> every link. It's worth your time. But I'm just the fact that Blogspot exists makes me giggle. Every year when I log in, I'm like, is this the year they're going to be like, yeah. no, it doesn't exist anymore gentlemen i think we need to just if we know we're gonna have a down show it should be the show that opens the season because everybody is just so thrilled to have us back oh yeah that's true <laughs> that we <laughs> could like, do hey, no wrong loved. you know but uh, again uh, thank you for listening Truly. brian Sorensen on facebook says i always enjoy the year in review listening to kent get all giddy when he talked about the snyder ju- <laughs> cut justice league is so adorable looking forward to the year 2056 when joel will review movies from 2021 <laughs> that's awesome because <laughs> you reviewed 1938 stage 1939 stage 39 Real good. You should watch this. And then really just a shout out here to all of the many people on Twitter who participated. Several of our listeners have given their lists. Many people avoid watching bad movies, which I know you guys can't understand, but most people generally avoid bad movies. He has to watch cruddy movies. Yeah. But he He also chooses to. You have your Netflix DVD queue. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's all that. Honestly, even Crew Dutler on Twitter, he gave an emoji game and I got... Two of them. Rocket De- Rocket Desert even, Pepper was my favorite movie. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even tweet out because I got so few of them. And then finally, just a shout out to Honey Mustard, who got a lot of love on Twitter for singing uh, a very good intro to the song. Yeah, it was great. And then we hacked into the bacon feed and took over the show from there. Yeah, but, she did uh, a great job. Shout out to Honey Mustard, who I like very much. As you oh, should. Figure. Oh, we also have a patron upgrade. Speaking of love here, Johnny English Brick Force standing by has upgraded from a tier one to the I am the listener. Hey, tier, that's awesome. Which means he gets to sponsor a show. He gets merch. This is a, a good tier to be in. So thank you, John. Uh, Jonathan. Yeah. What, what are we calling Johnny English? Johnny we'll English. Johnny yes. English. We'll call you that. Thank you for being a patron of Bacon Cell. We thank appreciate you. it. But that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? We are looking forward to 2022. Yes. And we are going to predict... What we're going to see. It's like a prediction show slash tabloid is how I, it's I, I look at it. Yeah. It's a tabloid. It's a tabloid you know, pitch show. First, the first <laughs> like, episode yeah. here, we're looking back this year, we're, or this episode, we're looking forward. Yeah, so there's a lot of trash here, and I think it's everyone's favorite part. I think over the past few years, everyone's favorite part has become the sports predictions, <laughs> which clearly we, <laughs> we are the voice of experts. sports. Exactly. We are the voice of sports. We are singular voice of sports. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Did you just call this the trashiest episode of Bacon Sale? Maybe. Okay. That's fine. Based on what we talk about, maybe. Okay. That's good. That's good. But it's kind of like a dark web episode as well. Is it? It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you get all conspiratorial. Yeah, absolutely. And then we will things to happen sometimes. 
Sometimes we do, and sometimes uh, that's not very a good that's thing. Not good. So, are we ready to start with this new? Okay, so new the batch? categories for this coming year. Yes, and we're going to talk about our picks for last year as well, right? Yes. Yeah, you reflect that, yes. your picks from last year as we go into what you have this year. Mm. Let's start with the celebrity that needs a comeback. So last year I said Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> Just because you wanted to make a joke. That's so that was sweet, making, though. Uh, don't be ridiculous. You wanted to perfect Stranger Things. Yes, perfect Stranger Things. <laughs> I remember. By the way, Bronson Pinchot was in one episode of a Showtime TV show called Black Monday. Oh. But that's not a comeback. <laughs> he wasn't in Perfect Stranger Things. Remember Judge Dr. Ed? Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't say that uh, this year. This year, uh, as I decided I was going to go with someone a little more uh, that I would love to see make a comeback, Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, wow. So, I mean, really... Scoop- That's who you said? Yes. Sarah Michelle Gellar, so I'm saying for two, 2022. Crazy. So... Guess what I said? Did you say Sarah Michelle Gellar? Sarah Michelle Gellar. What? Because I was looking up a, a category for a different list and found a couple, and I went, where did she go? Are we vibing? We're vibing. I wish I said I, that, too, because I love her so much. I agree. But go on. I okay, agree. So, uh, I mean, the last big project she really did was back in 2004 when she did uh, The Grudge and Scooby-Doo yeah. 2, Monsters Unleashed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which she was great in. Yeah, she is. But she only did projects sporadically since then. She's done some voice roles. She was April O'Neil in TMNT, but yeah. that was, you know, some voice acting. But I, th- I think what Ms. Geller truly needs is a strong, dramatic film role. And I have just the thing for her. Oh, no. You're going <laughs> to pitch an idea? It's a story of a woman named Eve who is a forest ranger in the Appalachian Mountains. One night, she catches some college kids lighting a fire in a prohibited area of the park. She approaches them, but they are drunk and unruly, and they attack her, beating her and leaving her for dead. Eve survives, but she vows never to be taken advantage of again. So she begins working out and gets really ripped. Like, you know, uh, uh, Sarah Connor in Terminator 2, like really ripped. Mm. However... Spending all day working out alone in the woods drives her mad, and she starts roaming the forest at night and killing anyone who dares to start a campfire in her forest. Coming this summer to a theater near you, Buff Eve the Campfire Slayer. Oh, God. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, Buff Eve that's hard the to Campfire say. Slayer. Oh, I hate it so much. Buff Eve the Campfire Slayer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Smokey the Bear. <laughs> Only you with can... a murderous rage. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> oh, man. Isn't it funny that you. Our, pit, you. our pitch show last year became a short story show and our prediction show is now a pitch show. I no, love Joel legitimate. right now. This is, this is legitimate. This is, this is what Buff she needs Eve. to do. Buff Eve. I, I Slayer, follow her on Instagram and she's delightful. Yeah. yeah super sweet. I, so I was, again, I was looking through and uh, looking for some celebrity couples and I stumbled upon Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr., mm-hmm. which Freddie Prince Jr. has not had a ton to do, but he's no. I think done obviously a bit more than has her. He ever. No, I like the guy. Okay, do you? He was he was I've always rebels. hated him when really? he, when they got married. I was literally jealous. Yeah. I was you like, tore but up I your, <laughs> you tore up your edition of Teen Beat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm unsubscribing. Mom. I'm never watching. I know what you did last summer again. Uh, Mom, cancel my subscription. <laughs> oh, oh, just oh wow, that's crazy. That Here still happens to my voice now. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But uh, I think she is is really delightful. Good. Why? And I'm I'm just. Well, I mean, she took well, some time off to be to be a and mom. She has a yeah. family, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. I'm just shocked and saddened she's gone. I think Maybe there's a place coming her. back. She's not gone. She's gone. That's a, that's a different prediction In for the down the road. Arms of no, no, nope. okay. save there it. We go. So last year I used logic, and this year I'm going to use logic as well because last year I was 100 correct. I said Nicolas Cage, which seemed 
unlikely. Yeah, at the oh, time. You said he yeah. would be an A-lister. No, but, but here's the thing. Ken. I said it for it's, the wrong reason. It's really though. easy to be right about something when they didn't go away. You're like, okay, oh, okay. Here's no, no, no. Hey, you know who needs a comeback? Look, Will Smith. <laughs> can you name any Nicolas Cage movie from the previous five years? Pig. Willie's no, no, in, not excluding this year when he's famous again. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all weird stuff yes, that I would never watch. It's truly movies. He's like Bruce Willis. He hosted the Swear Word Show on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah. They nope. just, that's not a comeback. I just think words. it's a little cheap when you're picking uh, kind of already an A-lister. No, no. He's not an A-lister because he's literally only doing movies to pay off the tax cheat that he did. He's right? still not an A-lister. And he is. But I said it for the wrong reasons because I said like... The Joe Exotic Show, Prisoners of Ghostland, Willie's Wonderland, and Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which hasn't even come out yet. Still. No. But the movie that he came back for is Pig. And Pig, he may be nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah. Which it's is weird to think about. Weird to think about. So I, I'm giving myself points, but it's up to you, Zach. But this no. year... Oh, come on. <laughs> it was a bad pick. Wait a it's minute. It's a great Wait a minute. pick. Wait a minute. You just said it's up to you, and now you're getting after him. Oh, for... he's, he should, that should have been a layup. No. no. <laughs> he's back. Okay, if he gets nominated. Maybe. Because think of the movies he's done and how bad he's True. been. Okay, but this year. I'll take it back Joel, if he gets nominated. I actually want to just go with Joel's answer because I think it's better. Because once again. You I think will... Buff Eve, the Campfire Slayer, is better? <laughs> because I'm charmed <laughs> by Zach's it. Zach's answers, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But I said Brendan Fraser. I know <gasps> that was like my original. It was back way back. Yeah. When like I four did. years ago. Yeah. Uh, this is everyone. I mean, this is the Internet's pick. It's the Internet's pick. And I think it actually is coming. He's kind of like Keanu Reeves, older brother, basically, yeah. and maybe younger. But well, and he's got such a sad story. It, yeah, right? really. He, is. I mean, he's, you know, he and was so abused. people root for him. Yeah. They want to see him succeed. And so it's it's actually beginning. And yeah, he's in Doom Patrol, which is a DC show on HBO Max. And it's just a voice actor, though. Right. But people still want to see him be famous again. And so this year he's going to be in a Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. He's going to be in a Darren Aronofsky movie, which is going to be really weird. It's called The Whale, Mm. the guy that's eating himself to death. So it's kind of a weird role. And he's going to play the, the villain in Batgirl. Yeah. The Batgirl movie, which is coming to HBO Max. Yeah. So I think with these roles and with the Internet's already established love, I think Brendan Fraser's back. He may never be George of the Jungle or the mummy quality, right? But still, he is... Dudley Do-Right. Oh. Hello. Of all, oh, of all his roles, you oh, picked yeah. two winners. Oh, I mean, come <laughs> I on. I love the, George the, the Jungle. Mummy? No, I don't like the mummy. <gasps> really? uh, you're in the minority. Yeah, you're in the minority. I would it's, think. It, was the, it was the wrong mix of horror and, and humor. But he's not it's a problem. Encino Man. Please, just say Encino Man. He's so handsome. School ties. Hold on. Uh, no, school ties is great. Show. Yeah, school ties is great. Same for the Jewish prep school show. Uh, <laughs> no, the mummy is peak Brendan Fraser. Mm. Listener, nah. yeah. Zach. Yeah, big and approved. <laughs> big and <laughs> approved. Air boop. Boop. Stop. Okay. Anyways, any Brendan Fraser. I think he is on the comeback, and I think it will continue. I think that's a layup choice, but it is. I'm, I'm which so, is why I love I'm, Joel so much. I'm here for it, so I love it. Yes. Like because I, I want to succeed. Like like most like the internet. I still really like the guy. Sure. And I want him to see. I want to see him succeed. Sure. I was just watching Scrubs the other day, and it's the episodes with him in it. Oh yeah, he's great in that. He really yeah. is. Yeah, he is. All right, now let's go to celebrity couple breakup. All right, last year I said we, El- we were rooting for him last time. <laughs> now rooting. we're not. Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi. Yeah, I said, said last year, year which I also said Ellen had a pretty bad year. Uh-huh. I mean, her show was gone, including her <gasps> divorce. <gasps> wait, no, wait, oh, what? Right. Yeah. Hold they divorced. On. No. Are they divorced? Yes. No. Does yeah. Zach know more about gossip than I do? Look this up right now. I need to know. 
Oh, no, they celebrate 13 years of marriage. Okay, I guess they're still together. Okay, but in our minds, they're divorced. No. In our hearts. So Zach gets anniversary and divorce mixed up. <laughs> uh, Uh-oh. I swear they got divorced. I swear they split up. I mean, I That's... was hoping for it because I want a point. No, oh. we don't hope for it. Sorry, I don't get my daytime talk show beat anymore. So this year, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom are going to end their relationship. Wait, they're together? They're together. Yeah, yeah. They are together because, well, Orlando Bloom, like, who? Really? Katy Perry? Hey. Oh, I love him. Right? He's handsome. How dare you? What do you mean? Do you have a question Orlando Bloom? He he would not be a bad pick for a celebrity that needs a comeback because he's been nowhere. He's been in some smaller projects. He was actually in a really good uh, military movie called The Outpost a couple years ago. Mm. Just no one saw it. But he does kind of need to come back as well. So let me give the history of their relationship and as to what will happen with the relationship. Okay. So they met at a Golden Globes party in 2016. They did date for a year but broke up. But then they reconciled. And he proposed. So they haven't married yet, but they are engaged. They had a daughter in August of 2020. So good news for 2020 which I hate to say they're going to break up because now they have a family, mm-hmm. but they're gonna. So they will announce their split in May and say it'll be a... You're getting specific, man. Yeah, yeah. You're risking will, some points here. It will be a mutual and loving decision and it will be this Twitter thing as we see even recently. And I hope we get into this. And then Katy Perry, just two months after, will release her next album, Independent. And then we'll find out later that Katy Perry is dating Pete Davidson. Oh, which means he broke up with. This sounds highly plausible. Right? That was Don't weird. you think Pete Davidson would date Katy Perry? Totally. Yep. Yeah. Who he would, is the bounce back date, king. I like it. I hate it, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. But what do you have, Joel? Last year, I said Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Uh, they are still together. In fact, they went on Oprah to talk about how they didn't want any publicity. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they are still together. Yeah. I still... Hold out hope for that? I don't know. That sounds weird. So to you say. want it to end? Uh, I don't think. Well, it is a other. division between his family, right? Yeah, they're co- they're causing a lot of uh, divisions on both sides. Yeah, but no, I actually said the next celebrity breakup is going to be Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, if they haven't done it by now, it's never happening. So since they've gone through, they've some been real married hard times. since 1997. She met Will Smith. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith met Will Smith on the set of The Fresh Prince because she was auditioning to be yep. Will Smith's girl, Will Smith's girlfriend. But the more I hear about the relationship, the more I wonder how on earth are these two together? Like it, it well, back, a few years back, Jada Pinkett Smith said, I have to say her full name every time. She said uh, they are very, quote, private people and told one interviewer, quote, I will throw away my career before I let it break up our marriage. However, they've exposed so much about their rocky relationship in the past since year, yeah. then. Uh, there's uh, a so lifestyle and Entang- a lifestyle choice in the marriage. Yes. That is not one that I would subscribe to or encourage. Yeah. They get jiggy with it. Can we say that? <laughs> no, but okay. <laughs> I think she does. Uh, they, yes. they currently reside in a uh, 20, 27,000 square foot home on 100 acres in Malibu, and I'm betting they don't even sleep in the same wing anymore. Wow. They've admitted in 2021 that just last year they were admitting there were uh, relationships outside the bonds of matrimony. Okay. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, never is good for a relationship mm-hmm. or your moral standing. Sure. But. And also, I wanted to point this out. A change.org petition has been created. Always successful. To ask reporters to stop interviewing Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. And it has over 24,000 signatures. To stop interviewing them altogether? Because apparently they keep keep interviewing them over and over again about their relationship. And people are like, just stop. 
just stop. So stop asking them questions about stop the relationship. Stop asking them questions about relationships. Well, I mean, some sort what of reason experts. do people have to talk to Jada Pinkett Smith, really? Well, she was in the latest Matrix. Uh, <laughs> under like five pounds of makeup. Uh, but I just, I don't see how they're together. I'm amazed, honestly, that they are still together. And I think this may be the year, after these revelations in 2021, this may be the year when they're finally like, you know what? Well, truth Separate be told, ways. he is about to be nominated for an Academy Award. He just won the Golden Globe with the with the uh, King Richard. Yeah, that's one. And he may see that the kind of comeback in a way because I feel like he's needed that as well. The fame yoke is uneven. Yeah, and so he may say, oh, "I can move beyond this." I mean, he's a YouTuber, so Woo! yeah, obviously. <laughs> Zach, who you got? Well, mine is a little bit of a layup. Uh, be- last year, well, let's see. Last year was Ellen and Portia. You said that as well? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did as well. and you planned their divorce already? I thought it was there. I really did think they thought they split up. This is a couple that um, has already split up and, and got back together in 2021, and I'm rooting for them. But I'll tell you why it's going to go south. It's because they, in their hubris, think that they can do it better this time when they collectively produce with the, uh, the male directing Geely 2. Oh. Because Benefer became a thing again. Benefer's back, baby. Mm-hmm. And they're going to end this year. Oh, this is such a layup. This it's is such an layup, obvious choice. You're right. You get a point already. It's going to end. I give them two years. It's going to end. Two years, okay. Because of Geely 2. <laughs> can Geely right. 2 have a two? Are they like, really two? doing Geely 2? No, they're not. Oh, can, okay. can the two be like a cursive G and it's like two, two G? Yes. It's the Disney D that's actually oh, a G. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I hate sure. it. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> now, now, truth be told, I was going to predict something that as of the recording... Today, we found out was actually true. Oh, you're going to predict the, oh, yeah. that so today? I was going to predict that Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet, Shame. Jason Momoa of Aquaman fame and Lisa Bonet from Cheers. Uh, Cheers? <laughs> hold on. From Cheers? Hold on. From like the first three seasons of Cheers. Uh, no. no the no Cosby Lisa- Show. What yes. did I say? Cheers. Oh, Cheers. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> from the Cosby Show. <laughs> wow. Oh, Dang Zach, it. Not in any sitcoms references. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, Lisa Bonet. No, okay. What's can a famous I, sitcom? All in the family. Can Lisa I tell you actually small wonder. legitimately where that came from? There, there was a commercial that ran on Nick at Night that uh, said, and starring Lisa Kudrow in Cheers, because she was okay. on Friends at the time. Anyway, Lisa Bonet from The Cosby Show. Yeah, nice My save apologies. for your joke. And, yes. and the first season of A Different World. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was going to predict Shame were, on you, their relationship was going to end, and it ended because they announced it, it today. It was a beautiful relationship. Five years, they were married, and they're getting divorced. They're oh. kids too. So, so technically, it already happened, and as of the recording, it'd be like old news. So I just quickly picked an obvious one. Hashtag blame Zach. It's me. It's my fault. All right, let's go to celebrity drama. Joel, you start this one. So last year, I said Tyler Perry, because... Uh, you know, people were going to actually watch just Tyler Perry. He, he'd been buying up all the seats and it turns out what no one's actually seen his movies. They actually watch them and they're terrible. Yeah. Didn't happen yet. And also he's a big fat liar because he on. retired Medea and yes. there's a new Medea movie in development. Uh, the 12th installment. Can we go see it together? No, <laughs> I would sooner. I love die. triggering you that way. But the biggest celebrity drama I think is going to have to deal with uh, Adele. Oh, Adele Dazeem. Yes. No, not Adele Dazeem. Oh, Adele. Adele. Uh, she, she's earned the one name, right? Coleman. Yeah. yeah but oh, she, 100%. Okay. Yeah, she gets yeah. one name. Wait, so, what is Adele's last name? Nobody cares. Smith. <laughs> it's Adele 19. I don't know. No. Now we got to look it up. There's no way like, of knowing. Adele yeah. Christensen. Go on. <laughs> so Adele, I don't know if you guys know this, she recently announced her Las Vegas residency, which means she'll be performing regularly at the same theater over and over again. Mm-hmm. At the Coliseum Theater at Caesars Palace Hotel, it'll run from January 21st, 2022 to April 16th, 2022. Do you have her last name? 
Adele, Laurie, Blue, Adkins. I hate it. I just like Adele. Yeah. Yes. So Adele, uh, she's going to have this residency in Las Vegas. But with the rise of COVID cases and the waning interest in Adele's latest album, 30, she will partner up with British folk rock band Mumford & Sons and their country bluegrass sound to create a new residency that will be called The Farmers and Adele. <laughs> this residency will not go over well, and it tells yeah, career Joel will suffer. Joel did his homework, and it's so good. <laughs> I'm so proud of the you today. The Farmers and Adele. The Farmers and Adele. The Farmers and Adele. Did you know Munford and Summers were British? No. I had no idea they were British. It's true. You can they hear are. it, and they're kind of uh, how they talk. So guess, are they yeah. just kind of posing Accent. as southern bluesy guys? Because it doesn't. Well, there's influence by the music of it. I think a bluegrass folk country folk. Could you imagine Adele charging twelve hundred dollars per ticket to the Farmers and Adele? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Adele's. It's not going to go well. I don't think you should do it. Don't team up with those farmers. Yeah. What do you got, Kent? Last year, I said Kanye West disappears. So Kanye West would get on a flight. Oh, yeah. But it seemingly crashes. So he yep. fakes his death. Hangs and out on a private island yeah, for a couple of years. His music hits number one for a couple of years. And then three years later, he makes a comeback, washes up on the Gulf of Mexico with amnesia. And, you know, he's back and he's amazing again. Yeah. Right. That didn't happen. No. Could still happen. Did because he just Yee now? Yeah. yeah change his just, name. Ye, is it Yay or I, Yee? I, I don't know. Yay. Uh, who cares? Yeehaw. So this year, I've already mentioned this celebrity. I even hate to say that, but I guess it counts. I've mentioned it in a previous category, but I think it, it dovetails right into this one. This one is all about Pete Davidson. Okay. You're already rehashing a celebrity? So yes, I am. So he releases his autobiography, Homewrecker. So he tells the story, and he's very honest about this. He says, when he was young, he was bullied constantly by jocks throughout school, junior high, high school, and they'd call him Skeleton Boy because he looks like a skeleton. He looks right? like, uh, I think I saw the meme that says he looks like, uh, like what Gollum. Beetlejuice looked like when he was alive. Yes, precisely. <laughs> and they, they joke that he would never, ever get a girlfriend. So through tears, he said, one day I'm going to steal all your girlfriends. And he spent his entire life concocting the perfect formula for a love potion. Right. Oh. And so he admits in his book that this is why he's so popular with women, because it's unexplainable that he's got the women that he has gotten. Maybe he's funny in private. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not on SNL. But there's an entire chapter in his book dedicated. And it's just names of famous women and famous couple that he's going to break up and women he's going to steal. He is truthful about it and he is successful at it. So he may That's be the cause. Yeah. Of all these breakups that we're talking about, I think okay. Pete Davidson somehow has a magic spell or a curse or whatever is happening. Because that's the only way to explain it. It's the only way. Yeah. How the same guy can date Kate Beckinsale. Ariana Grande. And Ariana Grande and Kim Kardashian. Yep. I don't get it. Nope. Doesn't make any sense. Sunken eyes. Sunken eyes. <laughs> I need that filter on Snapchat. I don't know. <laughs> we were so mean. <laughs> we were terrible. Well, I'm going to go off of that and say my uh, celebrity drama is really just tired of being defined by her long ponytail. She finds that she is more, and Ariana Grande is going to shave her head this year, oh. much to the chagrin of all her fans. Her hair is gorgeous. It's, it's a wig. It is? Oh, she's Her wig is gorgeous. Yeah. It's, uh, she's going to shave she's her gonna head gonna this year. She's going to pull a Britney. Wait, is no, this, like, no, like, go no. crazy? Or? No, it okay. will be a look. She is not going to, you know, have a, have a breakdown or anything, which, you know, looking back, I understand where Britney's coming from. But no, it, she will want to reinvent herself she's going to shave her head she's going to start uh going with that more edgy look okay yep it's gonna happen okay. yep is and, grande and her last name 
No, that's a or is it like Fente. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. No. Well, it's actually Pequena. <laughs> that's adorable. All right, next up, we have the most popular Halloween costume this year. Look forward to your favorite season. What are you going to see? So last year I said uh, Sexy Baby Yoda. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> well, I was really thinking it was going to happen and that uh, most of the women would just dress up in bur- big burlap sacks and they would just look like tall big dobbies. tall dobbies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do we have a pulse on what it was this past year? Did people celebrate Halloween this year? I did. Yeah, me I too. Did, I didn't see any tall dobbies. But I didn't yeah. see any themes I happening see, this I year. See I didn't see anything. like the Harley Quinn theme or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, nothing thematically strong. I mean, there was a bunch of, of guys who thought they were funny and dressed up as coronavirus, but oh, in various forms. That's hilarious. But, uh-huh. So this year, guys, I have to do it again. It's going to be another sexy version of a costume. Don't do it. It's sexy Pixar characters. What? And because after the realistic take on Buzz Lightyear for the movie coming out this year, yeah. which is... The real Buzz Lightyear, even though it's you know still a Pixar cartoon, fandoms go wild with realistic versions of other Pixar characters. And of course, and these are just like normal people versions of the characters, but then Spirit Halloween jumps in and of course makes them all sexy, right? Yeah. And so you have like Naughty Nemo, uh, Mature... No, 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 no. Naughty Orange Clownfish. Oh, yes. They're they not, not going to do the real name. Mature Mike Wachowski. Oh, no. Uh, Come Hither Hopper. Uh, oh. Sexy Syndrome. Uh, Randy Hopper. Randall Boggs. Uh, lots of Hug and Bear. That name will stay the same. Uh, <laughs> cute Mama Coco. Raunchy Remy. Saucy Sully. Exotic Edna Mode. Like, think about this. Ooh, I think I don't want to think about this. <laughs> don't want to think about any of this. You don't want to think about exotic Edna Mode? No. <laughs> so I think those are really going to catch on this year. Yeah. It's going to be a theme. Okay. What do you got, Joel? So last year I said uh, Dune. Yes, yes, popular yes. Dune costumes. And then you followed up with the potential second choice of sexy sandworm. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the problem was the, the film was supposed to come out October 1st, but yeah. they pushed it back to October 22nd. Ruined my prediction. Would have happened. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd all be wearing those breathing suits. Yes. Yes. But no, I went straight down the middle for this one. Just a line drive. And I said Spider-Man variants. There's okay. this yes. Halloween. That's actually a legitimate variants. choice. Yes. That's a good one. What? It's have all been legitimate choices. <laughs> no, no. Buffy the Campfire Slayer? No. Come on. No. Buffy. With Spider-Man No Way Home just releasing mm-hmm. a little bit ago and Spider-Man Across the, Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 coming out in October... You're going to see more spider people than ever this Halloween, including, but not limited to, the original wrestling suit from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah. Miles cool. Morales suit from uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Very cool. Night Monkey, Spider-Gwen, cool. Symbiote Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield suit, Peter B. Parker suits and sweats. Love that Penny one. Parker, Iron Spider, Spider-Ham, Spider-Man Noir, and Apple Spider. And Inside Out. Apple Spider. It's a little My Little Pony spinoff. Oh, yeah. what about sexy Spider-Man? No, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's already happened. Yeah. Spider-Man yes. inside. I, I genuinely think there's going to be so many different types of Spider-Man. You're right. This year. Yeah, that's that. That's the right answer. Um, there was a little bit of a theme this past year that I think is going to continue on next year because enough people by this point will have purchased an Apple product and gotten a free trial and enough people have heard about it. There was plenty of Ted Lasso last year. There will be only that much more this year. I saw a lot of Ted Lasso. Yeah, then there's going to be double that this year. Ted Lasso. Okay. I would say it, it technically w- could it be the theme for last year. There will be more of it this year because so a it's polo, a mustache, because it's hair. so easy. But here's where it's going to take Especially off. For people who don't like to do costumes, it's yeah. taking off with like you know guys like us. But it's going to be popular with women this year. It's going to be a lot of female Ted Lassos out there. We'll All call right. it Sexy Ted Lasso. Okay. Yes. I'm into that. It's going to be a thing. All right. How about the newest conspiracy theory? This is 
I'm sure this is going to be fun. <laughs> Joel, what uh, you got? Last year I said cube earthers. There are people who believe the uh-huh. earth is a cube, uh-huh. yeah. flat earthers. I don't think it happened. No. At least not on the forums <laughs> I follow. Yeah, sure. This year, 2022, we've already seen the Delta variant of COVID-19. And we've got Omicron. As, but as the year progresses, guys, there are going to be 23 additional variants. Uh-oh. Joel, stop actually being correct. Namely... Kappa, Bravo, Richter, Echo, Tiberius, Ursa, Romeo, Iota, Sierra, Neo, Inca, Liberty, Yonkers, Excelsior, Romulan, Variant, Ninja, Unicron, Amos, Tyrannosaurus, Expelliarmus, and Omega. What does that spell? And one brilliant mind named Ralph Parker is going to use his code-breaking system and realizes that if you rearrange the first letter of each of these variants, it's going to spell out, be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Oh, Ralph <laughs> And the world will realize that this whole pandemic was a poorly conceived marketing ploy by the chocolate drink maker Ovaltine. It's about time that makes a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to drink your Ovaltine. By the way, if you go back, that is all the letters. That, that, was, yeah, that was a lot. It of wasn't even in order. That, that was, was a lot of prep. That is actually a grand conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's finally, all... we can all unite that big Ovaltine has been against us this the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> right? Everyone can get on the same page. Yeah. What do you got, Kent? Last year, I said reptilians are the heads of big tech, and they control us, which is maybe 80% true. It's still true, but you said our hero will be Elon Musk. Elon Musk yeah. starts a one-man mission to take them all down, they live style. He invents actual x-ray glasses that can detect cold-blooded creatures in skin suits. So he was basically going to wipe out all the heads of, which he may have done with Jack from Twitter. There's a reason he stepped down. Could be because of Elon was fighting back. I think he Elon a got rep- a haircut that proves that he's not also quite human. a reptilian. Yeah. <laughs> so this year, this one is uh, also very celebrity based, but it's, it's bigger. It affects society far greater. So Jeremy Renner is having an interview and Jeremy Renner, he sometimes says things he regrets and he's going to in this particular interview. Okay. okay. He accidentally lets information slip in this interview that Marvel slash Disney has ownership of his soul. <laughs> he gets embarrassed and tries to back off. And the interviewer's like, what? what were you saying? He's like, oh, no, no, I'm not supposed to talk about the movies, whatever. And then a few days later, dies mysteriously. Oh, hmm. this is also your prediction for celebrity death? Yeah, sure. Yeah, this is all going to happen this year. This grand <laughs> conspiracy. <laughs> So it turns out, I mean, there may be people that do the research. There's going to be podcasts dedicated to it. But I'm sure Marvel and Disney fans will be like, no, it's not true. And who cares? But there is a grand conspiracy. So it's high ruler Kevin Feige. He approaches aspiring stars and guarantees them success. You're going to be in a billion dollar movie. All you need to give me is your soul. And so they have to sign a contract in blood and also, like any cult, tell disney all their secrets just for collateral oh my gosh and they will get a six picture deal if, in billion dollar movies if you rearrange the letters in kevin feige it spells mephistopheles that it's mephisto also think about it we the truth was in front of us the whole time m c u l t m c u ult M. Colt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Where's the LT Mark. coming from? It's been in front of us the whole time. I've Invisible never seen ink. an LT. A- M-C-U-L-T. M. Colt. <laughs> Guys, it's the M. Colt. M. Colt. <laughs> it makes sense. No, it doesn't. There's no LT. So, Because there has to be something. How are all these movies making a billion dollars when it's just general pandering to the public? Because Some fun. are good, but they are they're tricking everyone and the stars are signing up because they're guaranteed to be a fan favorite for six movies and six movies only. 
Colt. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the drive by Colting. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like where you're going when, when you're talking about selling souls. Uh, gentlemen, mm-hmm. if you could, um, what actors famously have not aged? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yes. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Uh, uh, yeah. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. For a while. Maybe Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the number one and, and most popular choice right now is Paul Rudd. And you might say that Paul Rudd has done a deal with the devil to not age Can, and have, have it as successful. Feige, right? Literally did. He's in Ant-Man 1, 2, and 3. So, he did. Yeah. Kevin Feige, right? It yeah. all tracks. High ruler Kevin Feige. 3 came out? Oh, uh, it will. We will find out this year, gentlemen, that Paul Rudd did not make the deal with the devil to be what he is. He is the devil. <gasps> wow. In too a shock. Di- too diabolic. In a shock to everyone. The good guy. The guy we all love. He's easy to love. He's great. He's charming. Because he's been fooling us all. He is the one who has set it, this all up. <laughs> Wait. Paul so, Rudd is the devil. So the devil was in indie movies that no one really saw for about 20 years. Then he sold his charming, charming affable guy. You guys. Sold it to himself. If you rearrange the letters in Paul Rudd, it spells Mephistopheles. <laughs> <laughs> Mephisto, not Mephistopheles. That's the Marvel character, Mephisto. But yeah, it still works. All right, let's move on to Sexiest Man Alive. So last year I said Daniel Craig, which made complete sense because finally they were releasing No Time to Die. And so it was going to be this grand send-off. Like, Daniel Craig, you're not really going to have a career uh, outside of Knives Out sequels, I guess. But this is your swan song for your big franchise. But in reality, it was the devil. The devil himself, Paul Rudd. This uh-huh. seems like yeah. a very strong theme here. <laughs> was. There's a lot of souls and devils involved this year. Yes. And Pete Davidson for some reason. Yes. But this year. Because Paul Rudd's closer to reaching his height where he will reveal himself. Yeah. And we'll all still love him for it. We'll be like, that uh, devil is so charming. He is. He's Look just so relatable. He is. Satan. Just every man. Satan. Satan. Wow. <laughs> but this year, it is time. Like, they, they're they going to want to deviate away from white bread Paul Rudd. Let's be honest. Yeah. That was a horrible choice. Yeah. But this year, and it even kind of now seems a little bit tragic, but maybe to give him a victory and because it's going to be part of his press tour for Aquaman 2, Jason Momoa oh. is finally... Finally, going to be the sexiest man People alive. We'll feel bad about him. Was he about no, his divorce. He no, I remember he's seeing him on the never cover, been. But, oh, that was our cover. Yeah. Uh, no, we we've wanted him to be, but he was always like a runner up. Okay. But Jason Momoa, That's a good choice. Sexiest man alive. Okay. Joel. Right. Uh, so yeah, last year I said Young Cook from BTS. I thought that. But <laughs> I just love it when you talk about BTS. <laughs> yeah. With credibility. I, I thought that People Magazine was going to actually choose someone of Asian descent, but it yeah. turns out I'm wrong. So I'm going to choose, just lean into it. And you know what? Do you know who they're going to pick this year? Harry Styles. Harry Styles is going to be the sexiest man alive oh. because, let's face it, they're not going to pick Ed Sheeran. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. That's no. my that's my pick. Watch. It'll be Ed Sheeran. Oh, man. I guarantee you they make Harry Styles sexiest man alive and he is wearing a dress. Yep. Probably. You know, to be the, the controversial cover, cover sure. choice, right? Because I was publicity for the magazine that no one cares about it's anymore. Not like, it's not like he's doing anything. Like his movie isn't going to come out till twenty twenty three. That's not going to be this year. I thought it was the end of this year. The Olivia Wilde directed movie. Maybe it could be next year. But I meant, I meant uh, the, the one that, movie. that ended their relationship oh. that you correctly predicted last yeah, year. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But yeah, he's not. It's not like he has anything coming up. But just I see him around and doing things, and I just feel like they're going to be like, yeah, he's young and hip and cool, and kids are going to like that. Let's choose Harry Styles. He looks like a muskrat. 
Like his jaw structure <laughs> oh my is that of a muskrat. I forget how brutal these shows like he's become. Super, he's talented. I'll give him that. But he's like a real lanky muskrat. Handsome. He, he was in Dunkirk, Kent. Yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> but then he was himself in the Eternals. Mm. For now. Oh, uh, I was thinking, uh, speaking of looking with a face like a muskrat, is that what we just said? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I have mentioned many times on the show, there's a, a particular actor who looks like he has a goldfish in his mouth that he's hiding. <laughs> uh, and I considered for a moment that Tom Holland might be having his moment. They're going to uh, do sexiest no, boy sexiest alive? Ma- yeah. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Joel. Thank there you. you. <laughs> but then I realized, ah, too boyish. And even yeah. though he has some stuff on the horizon, uh, I don't think he's there yet. But then it got me thinking about other Spider-Men. And I'm thinking of a man who's definitely having a moment right now and has had a great career to this point and deserves to be sexiest man alive. That is Andrew Garfield. It's his time. Is it his time? He is. Is, is he not too gaunt nope. for Sexiest Man uh, Alive? That's the thing. That's going to be the look, right? They're going a little bit different. They went a little bit different with Paul Rudd. They're going to go a little bit different with... I mean, I love him. You know, skinny, messy hair. I don't see it happening. I do love him. Oh, it'll happen. But they already chose white bread. Yeah. Like, gonna, and he's a white British guy. Like, I don't going. see it happening. Yeah. So is Harry Styles. Harry Styles? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling oh, you. Oh, Joel, your pick is so good. Uh, Zach, yours is terrible. <laughs> Zach, yours is terrible. <laughs> you know, they're both bad. The Jason same. Momoa should take it. But Jason I just, Momoa. Just running through the last couple of years here. So this is like 2015 yeah. on. Uh, let's do 2014 on. Chris Hemsworth, David Beckham, Dwayne Johnson, Blake Shelton, Idris Elba, Blake John Shelton. Legend, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, Paul Rudd. Yeah. It's a weird list, and it they're going to go in weird ways. It's going to be interesting to see which way it goes. What were they thinking with Blake Shelton? It's going to be Andrew Garfield. They feel bad that he didn't get Amazing Spider-Man 3. So well, he had a great him a moment. Good. Great moment. In he's, d- he's doing okay. He's do- oh, he's doing great. Yeah. And he's, and he's on the upward trajectory. You know, he's a, he's a favorite for, you know, getting the uh, Best Actor Oscar this year. And he's been doing a lot of great acting in his career. I respect you for the choice, yes. but I disagree. I'm, oh, it's going to happen. Which celebrities will pass in 2022? This is the rule of threes. Yeah, we have yes. to give three options here. I do want credit for the death of Sean Connery. Yeah. What did you have last year? That sounded that, wrong. No. Yeah. Why? Did you get a point? Uh, two years ago, I said Sean Connery. It wasn't last yeah. year. Two years ago? That yeah. doesn't count. Still. Half points. Yeah. Half points. Mm. Half points. Uh, last year, I said... So sad. Tony Bennett. Still, oh, no. Still around. Still alive somehow. Around, yeah. Bob Barker. Oh. Still around. Huh? Still around. 99. Uh-huh. And Leah Michelle from Glee. Oh, still around. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. more of a hope. No. Oh. This year. I'm really, actually really sorry to say two of these, but all three are very sad. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine turns 89 years old in March. Michael Caine. So it was announced a couple months ago that he was retiring from acting, which he came out and said, it's not true. I just talked about the last movie I did, and people thought he was saying the last movie he'll do. But he does have a spinal issue, and it hurts his ability to walk like he's getting older, as mm-hmm. people do. Oh, you said he was 89, right? Yeah, 89 or years 89. old. And so I think natural causes. I think just a old age. And sadly, I do think Christopher Nolan will use him for Oppenheimer. One last movie. I feel like he gave him his farewell. In he, he did, ten, but... In if he can use them, he will. Literally named the character Sir Michael. Yes, precisely. <laughs> so if that's like a closer form, great. Yeah. But I think Michael Caine will die this year. Also, Rose McGowan. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, Rose McGowan is 48 years old. Huh. Um, she has been very vocal about Hollywood. And uh, I think she'll say the wrong thing. Because she talks about Whoa. producers. And I think she'll oh. say the wrong thing about the wrong kind of people in Hollywood. Dark. And she may disappear. Dark. A little dark. A little dark. Sadly. Carol Burnett. Oh, I have predicted her before. Yeah. She's how old? She'll be 89 in April. Mm -hmm. Natural causes. 
when she does pass because she's such a legend, especially on TV. There will be this huge TV special dedicated to her and all these everyone will come out and how play these those, roles. How many Carol Burnett specials have there been? They're, they're always <laughs> but they'll TV. just keep showing the infomercial of the Tim Conway yes. special over and over again. But no, it would be a great loss. But it would also be, a, you know, when, when celebrities die, it's a chance to look back at their career and yes. celebrate them. And when it's like, oh, I took them for granted. Well, you know, well, that's and, what we all do. And truth be told, uh, none of us predicted Betty White this no, past well, year. We purposely, well, not purposely. I think this we didn't include her last year. We did previous years. Yeah. We did. But then it was a thing where I actually had a conversation with my children about her. Because they were. I was talking about celebrity death and I was talking about her. They're like, oh, it's sad she passed away. And I said, it is sad we're not having her anymore. But you think about it. She lived to almost 100 years old, mm-hmm. died peacefully in her sleep. And made millions of people laugh, and everyone loved her. That is like the best way yeah. to go. Multiple yeah. generations of yeah. love. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. What did you pick? Joel? I wanted to pick it back up, but uh, now I'm going to drink, bring it back down. Yeah, uh, because I actually picked Maurice Joseph Micklewhite Jr., also known as Michael Caine. Oh. Michael Caine. And this may be the first time we've ever double whammy. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did we just this. double whammy Michael Caine? I think Kane? we just did. Okay. I found out his, his real name, though, because I was like, what? Because I, I found out that he got his name because he was talking to his agent on a telephone booth in Leicester Square in London. And he looked around for inspiration of what his stage name would be. And he saw a movie post or, uh, on the marquee. It said the Kane Mutiny was being shown at the movie nearby. And so he tried to change his name to Michael Caine. Oh, so it wasn't like he was offered drugs. He was asking no. for his favorite like a drug. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. Drug right. Family could friendly. Bring, could you that's bring, family that's friendly. Michael Caine. That is Michael Family Caine. friendly. <laughs> Michael Caine. But then he actually said if the tree had been partly blocking his view a few feet to the left, his name would have been Michael Mutiny because it was the Caine. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. And he's married to Shakira. Did you know that? <laughs> Not that Shakira. The other Shakira. There's another one? Uh, yes, apparently. Shakira. Oh, what was her last name? Mutiny. No, it's not. But he is married to a woman called Shakira. Because in the article I read, because he recently started selling off a bunch of his stuff. Yeah. Because uh, they're downsizing mm-hmm. their house. And it said, uh, his, and his wife, Shakira. And I was like, what? But it's Shakira Kane. It's not the Shakira. Okay, Got good it. to know. This woman's hips do lie. Um, <laughs> but he's selling, you know? he's selling off his stuff. He's talking about retiring from mm-hmm. acting. He's getting older. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't want it to happen. But it, it may. And we've never, I don't think we've double whammy no. before. But that's, that's ominous. Like it's going to happen. It's sad. So sad. Uh, also, speaking of so sad. Oh, I didn't mention, by the way, last yeah, year. Last sorry, year, last yeah. year. I said Jimmy Carter, who's still alive. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Bob, Bob Newhart, who's still alive. What? Wow. And Howard Stern was my wild card. He's yeah. still alive. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We're like, yeah, yeah. 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 So Michael came with my first pick. Uh, second pick is John Williams. Uh, so yeah. So John uh, Williams, you're the composer. You're probably right. Uh, Jaws, Indiana Jones, Superman, Star Wars. Yeah, like, one score over and over yeah, again, uh, sure. No, hey, I'm hey, kidding, hey. of course. Respect for the man. Uh, but he is 89 years old yeah. currently. That's kind of the theme. And he's actually attached to score the fifth Indiana Jones movie, which is scheduled for a 2023 release. I don't know if he's going to make it to it. And so I would be sad to see him pass. Oh, but, yeah. But it just, I, I saw a tribute to him the other day, on, and people were talking about him on Twitter, and, mm-hmm. and I was like, see, how much longer does he got? Right. And then my wild card is Tyra Banks. Ooh. she's. You said uh, Rose McGowan's 48? Yeah, 48. Tyra Banks is 48. Okay. And uh, in July 2020, I don't know if you guys know this, but Tyra Banks became the new host of Dancing with the Stars. However, as Tyra is more interested in seeing herself on camera than what is going on around her... 
she will not notice when Emma Slater, the professional dancer on the show, and Christian Slater, former teen heartthrob, will become spinning up behind her as she's talking to the camera. And when Christian assists Emma with her tour jeté, Emma will accidentally kick the clueless Banks in the back of the head, flinging her off the stage and down the stairs. Dancing with the Stars will then take a short commercial break and then return with Tom Bergeron <laughs> stepping in to give a tribute and continue hosting since he was just sitting in the audience anyway. More like Dancing with the Scars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have that, please? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thanks. No. So there you go. John Williams, Michael Caine, and Tyra Banks. All right. Once again, we hope these predictions don't come true. No, <laughs> not at all. So last year, I predicted Clint Eastwood would pass away. And I think, I think he made six movies last year. He did. So <laughs> he he slowed, he's slowing down. Time. He's slowing down. Yeah. Then uh, I also said Mel Brooks. Yeah, because he's quite old. He is. He's still around. He's still around. And my wild card was Jimmy Fallon. Which I think the pandemic has saved him. So yes, comedy's been dead for years. Oh yeah, oh, certainly. certainly. But, yeah, you he's guys. still around. around. You guys. So and I, just, I didn't get any, and I guess that's good. Yes, it's good, good. We don't get points it's in this category. Okay. This year, uh, I'm going to go with the 85 year old and uh, Utah uh, connected heartthrob Robert Redford. Mm, okay, Robert Redford. I yeah. think he did recently retire from Sundance, like uh, yeah. managing uh, Sundance. So, so yeah, could be yeah. he's taking that time. I think, I think Sundance might, might be right. uh, might be time. This next one saddens me at 87 years old and uh, a staple of British acting, Dame Maggie Smith. Mm. Oh, Dame Maggie Smith. How dare you, sir? I know she's been 87 Dowager for the last Countess. 30 years. The Dowager Countess. <laughs> Why does she look the same in Hook Professor as she does now? <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, look at her in Sister Act and look at yeah. her in Downton Abbey and Harry Potter. They're all the same person. She's a vampire. It's crazy. She's got to she, be. She's probably got to deal with Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then my wild card here. And this is, um, well, you just can't have too many exes in Hollywood. And you can't have too many, uh, you know, high profile exes. And it's going to catch up with him. The 28-year-old will pass away, Mr. Pete. There we go. How many Pete Davidson records going to put on one show? How's he going to die? He's going to get revenge or something. Yeah, revenge of the evil exes sort of situation. And not the exes themselves, but these are all very powerful people he's connecting himself with. I mean, let's be honest. It wouldn't take much to take down Pete Davidson. No, you know, you could. Yeah, yeah. he would trip walking down a sidewalk in New York and be done for. But yeah, it's this is uh, unfortunately his year. I mean, wow. what if you're Zach? If you're right, I'm actually going to feel really bad. I will <laughs> too. We always do. Whenever this yeah. happens, it's like, oh, I got it. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Can we liven things back up, please? Let's talk sports. Oh, you know what that? You know what that song reminds me of? Just a lot of sounds. Uh, when I was a kid and we played Madden mm-hmm. on the Sega. Yeah. And now John Madden passed away. Bring you the room up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we, know. <laughs> we know people come to Bacon Cell for right. sports <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> All right. For here we real. go. Who is going to be the Super Bowl winner? Let's talk about last so year. So we usually have the benefit. I don't know if this show airs later in previous years, but we usually know who's in the top four. We are starting, uh, I think, a little bit earlier. Yeah. And they made a, they shifted the playoffs a week. Yeah. And so we, the playoffs are just about to begin as of yeah. airing of the show. So we don't even as know. Recording the show. So it's not yeah. narrowed down to four teams like it was last year. <laughs> so <laughs> makes it a lot easier. Guys, I'm not saying wild guess because we know our stuff. Of course. Uh, but wild knowledge here. Yeah. 
Why, yeah, the last year you both correctly predicted the participants of the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. we both said the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, Kent went with Chief Life. It's Chief the Chiefs Life. Chief Life. And I knew Tom Brady with the Buccaneers was going to bring it because... He plays for the Buccaneers? Yeah, Tampa Buccaneers. I knew that. That was his first year. But yeah. 31 to 9. 31 yeah. to 9, the yeah. Buccaneers won. And so that was my prediction. I got it right. Kent never paid up his lunch. I didn't. I don't think so. You, I don't you think guys I did. have never paid up on a lunch debt in the history <laughs> I of Bacon Sable. I have. I've got <laughs> no, video You got proof. me street tacos in 2012 I got once. you Pizza Pie Cafe as well. When? We did a video about it on Patreon. Well, don't you, when? Don't you owe him again for that? Pizza Pie Cafe. No, not Pizza Pie Cafe. My Pie. My Pie. My Pie's it was better. A my Pie. My yeah. Pie's better. I don't yeah. believe it. Okay. Okay. I have video proof. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, and Joel, you correctly predicted the winner, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Point. However, let's talk about this year, shall we? Yeah. The 2022 Super Bowl. I'm so excited. Yeah. So somehow, somehow the Titans are the number one seed in the AFC, please. But the Bills and the Bengals are the hottest teams going into the playoffs. <laughs> On the NFC side, I think the Cowboys have a path to the title. Oh, a title game over the depleted Bucks. Sure. Yeah. But the Packers will get there as part of Aaron Rodgers' screw you tour. So let's say Bills versus Packers in the Super Bowl, and the Packers are going to win it all 31 to 21. Now, you may say, yeah, the Packers, they won the first two Super Bowls ever back in 1967 and 1968. They've been to the Super Bowl five times, and four times they've won it. This guy knows his stuff. I, totally. I'm a sports expert. And I predict, by the way, I also predict that this will be Aaron Rodgers' last season in Green Bay. No way. There's no way. Last season in Green Bay. Oh, in Green I didn't Bay. say in NFL. Oh. In Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. They literally built that team around him. So once again, so once your again final pick Bills is... versus Packers in the Super Bowl, and the Packers win it. Yeah. 31 yeah. to 21. Okay. okay. Good good sports. I know. Often I, I'm, I'm an expert. Often I'm called on the uh, two teams that are in maybe the same conference playing in the Super uh-huh. Bowl or yeah. the World Series. So I try to do my research and I really hope I'm correct. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Ken? You're as much as an expert as I am. It's true. And I've done my homework. So the AFC champions, the Tennessee Titans, okay. will take on the NFC champs. The Green Bay Packers. Okay, number one Ooh. seed versus so, number Joel, one seed. So, Joel, I actually liked where you were going with this because I feel like the Titans will bring it to the end. Like, honestly, they, they've kind of been struggling lately, but with running back Derrick Henry, or <laughs> or King Henry, as I like to call uh-huh. him, yeah. uh-huh. he is back in action. He's been injured, and but as the playoffs begin, right. he's coming back with a vengeance. And they'll make a swift road to the Super Bowl. However, they'll fall short to the prowess of the Packers. So... You know, Aaron Rodgers, kind of a controversial figure. Sure. Like, he may be an anti-vaxxer. I love how smug Zach gets but, during this. Like, But he's sure. not an anti-passer. Mm-hmm. He'll connect with wide receiver Devontae Adams for several touchdowns in the Super Bowl uh-huh. game, winning 31-22. to So Ooh. the Packers over the Titans, 31-22. So we both say Packers win, yeah. but I'm saying they're going against the Bills, and you're saying they're going against the Titans. Correct, yeah. But I said 31-21, you said 31-22. Man. I don't even know if that's a possible score. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. A lot of safeties and stuff. (laughs) People miss kicks all the time. Yeah, it's possible. Okay. I like it. Are you are you about to prove us wrong? No, no. I I couldn't. I'm too connected. Uh, You're not making a prediction? No, I I will just say that my heart wants uh, I like your Bills pick. Josh Allen is a total stud. uh, Totally. Yeah. Uh, For the Bills. Bills? He's on my fantasy football team. Yeah, uh, sure. Four years running. Where do the Bills play out of? Buffalo Wings. (laughs) <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, I think I would love for them to go 
Um, Wait, where's Buffalo, kid? Come on. New York. Just making sure. There we go. There we go. And then... <laughs> I know my geography, not you know my sports. You know where Buffalo wings come from. <laughs> I call them the landlords, uh, the LA Rams, because they uh, there's two teams in LA now, the, the Rams and the Chargers. Of course. And the Rams actually like kind of own the stadium. Uh, totally. Rent it to the Chargers. Yeah. So uh, the landlords... It's a mainstream idea, but the, sure. The LA Rams, I think, uh, it would be fun to see them go. And so... Are like, you kidding my, me? My heart wants the Bills and the Rams. Oh, the Rams aren't making it. Yeah. Oh, they, there's no if, way. If Zach. the Bills and the Rams go, yeah, who's winning it? They. Oh, if and if they went, um, I would say that the uh, the Bills will tough it out. Okay. Like so. I don't think Trent Allen is really going to push the Rams that far. Yeah. Sure. So, sure. Trent, no. But yeah. Tyler. Tyler. What I, was his name? What, Jeff what, Allen. Jeff. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. <laughs> I would like. Like I said, I would like him to. Now, um, alternate to all of this. As much as I do think that would be fun because the LA Rams have quarterback Matt Stafford, who the poor guy has played his most of his career in overrated. Detroit. Overrated. Uh, well, Detroit. Yeah. The poor yeah. guy. <laughs> Where's He's Detroit? Michigan. Yes. Yeah, it's it's the Lions. I feel bad for him and I want him to have a title because he had to play in Detroit. Poor guy. But I do think it would be pretty cool if Tom Brady got another ring. Just because oh, you're everyone fan, hates huh? him. No, I, it's 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 reached the point where he's played so long. How many that, rings does Tom Brady have? I don't know. Five. He's five, been married probably. twice. I don't know. Something like oh, that. Yeah. 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 Oh, the guy with the butt chin married Giselle Bunchen. Um, so it, but, but he's chin? a story again. That sounds like a Joel pun. Yeah. He's he's what? a buff Eve. No. Bunchen. <laughs> butt chin. No. He's a story again. And that's kind of fun. It's right? so fun. It was a, he was a story at the beginning of his career. He can be a story at the end. But uh, yeah, that, there's no way that I'm right. But here we go. Let's Wait, go. So, so the official one was uh, we both. Can I both say Packers? Packers. You said Bills. Uh, I'll say sure. I'll say the Bills. Joel, if the Packers win, Zach buys us lunch. It's not happening. I mean, yeah, sure. Boop finger. Boop. <laughs> oh, I, I promise you they won't. But I, it's going to give them the score, though. 31-22 versus 31-21. Yeah. yeah, there you go. All right. Let's go with the World Series with an asterisk that there might not be a baseball season this year. What? Who knows? Yeah, going they, they is there going to be a light rain? They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're currently locked out. Our rating's that play. low? Yeah. They're currently locked out, so we'll oh. see. We'll see. So last year, I said the Dodgers versus the White Sox and the Dodgers would win. What happened in reality? <laughs> the, the Braves uh, went over the Houston the Astros Braves four won. games to yeah. two. Yeah, That's well true. done, Braves. and Well done, Zach. Zach said I the Braves were going to take I it. I said on behalf of Sam Ma. Point, for, point for Zach. Yes. But this year... Because I really, I guess, I'm standing by the Dodgers. Like, they're going to get... Re- again? Yes, again. They're going to get revenge on the Braves in their conference. Yeah. Or genre. Whatever they're in. Then their genre. Yeah, is <laughs> it the genre? Yeah, the, yeah that's it. And they're going to get... genres. They're going to get revenge on the Braves to take back the National League title. Because that's the league they're in. The NL. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, though they get a little Everyone nervous. Calls it the NL. <laughs> they get a little nervous facing the American League, which is the other that's, league. That's, that's the, the other, other genre of okay. baseball. That's the one they play in the World Series. The other uh, genre. Uh-huh. And returning World Series team, the Houston Astros. Okay. But you sad, love the Astros. sadly for the Astros, they get taken out by the Dodgers. So they lose once again, uh-huh. four to two. Dodgers over Astros, okay. four to two. So it. Dodgers take it. Yes. You really love your Astros. Okay. <laughs> They'd still lose. <sighs> but let's face it. Okay. I'm I'm facing it. In the MLB, it's usually the same teams every year. In the National League, the Dodgers are the odds on favorites. You can call NL for short, Joel. Yeah. (laughs) The the Dodgers are are the odds on for favorites. But, you know, I picked them last year and they let me down. Yeah. They didn't even make it. It was the Braves versus the Astros. (sighs) Now, the American (laughs) League is more competitive with the Astros, Red Sox, Rays, Blue Jays, and White Sox. However, 
I'm going to go against the grain this year. And I'm going to pick two Rust Belt teams, the Milwaukee Brewers and the new Cleveland Guardians. What? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say Brewers versus Guardians. And I'm going to say it's the beer makers winning it all four games to three. Are these teams any good? The Brewers? The Guardians? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's a little outside. Like, the, how would you compare the pitchers of each team? Um, they both throw balls. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Is there a, a certain member of each team that you like? No, I like them all the same. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> the one gets uh, Greg. He's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, actually, Greg is really good. Yeah, on the one team. I followed him in the minors. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Greg <laughs> Allen is his name. Ah, yes. He's related to Josh. <laughs> Josh's what, brother. Josh Allen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Brewers versus Guardians and uh, Brewers taking it. Yeah, that's three. a great choice. Three I'd like three. to see Zach fail completely on his pick. Oh, my pick. When the season hasn't even started. Yeah, <laughs> and might not even happen. Okay. Well, I don't have quite the uh, the story to build for you other than I think uh, it's going to be the Toronto Blue Jays, sorry, Toronto Blue Jays coming out of the AL. And uh, last... Thank you for saying AL. Yes. Last year for Sam Ma. I uh, I think I blessed the team and said, your team can have a win. So I'm going to go to another uh, one of our listener on Twitter for at Scotty RHS. Scott, we're going to go for the San Francisco Giants. Oh, yeah. Win. Giants are great. Yeah. I was on the Giants once. Yeah. yeah? Back in Little League. Did you have did you the that same thing with the Dodgers? That was, the, that was T-ball. I was on the Giants and I was pitching machine. I was the Dodgers. Uh, T-ball, I was on the Yankees and I was a bit proud. Yeah. Even though, like, who likes the Yankees? Nobody. Uh, they they did pay games. a lot for me. Like yeah. they didn't have a salary cap. So like I get it. <laughs> yeah. So that was coach's pitch actually. Yeah. Last year was Sam Ma's Braves. This year's Scott Sprague's Giants is, are going to win the World Series. Okay. Yes. There you go. All right. Just because I want to bless all listener. So Brewers, so, Giants, and Dodgers. We have, yeah, we have two Those sports are fans. All they teams deserve it. in the MLB. They are all teams. Major League Baseball we did is it. what that stands for. Well, let's, MLB. Yeah. With the NL and the AL. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Now it's basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to dunk it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's really Thank good. Thank you, John yeah. Tesh. <laughs> so yeah. Saturday Night Live. That was Jason Sudeikis who did that <laughs> one. Yeah. What do you got for the NBA finals? Uh, last year, I said uh, Nets versus the Lakers and the Lakers are going to take it again. However, the Milwaukee Bucks ended up winning against the Phoenix Suns. And so the, the Lakers were terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but in the NBA, Utah Jazz are in the hunt in the West and the, with the Suns and the Warriors. Honestly, I have no idea about the East. I'll just be honest. I I let you guys know what I don't they're know what I'm talking about. They're better than they've been in many years. Honestly, the West is always they're the big players, but the East has some major players. Now. But I think yeah. the Bucks may head back to the finals. However, the optimist in me says this might be the year, gentlemen. Jazz versus the Bulls in an NBA title <laughs> rematch <laughs> from the '90s, and the Jazz finally win with their defense, '98 to 97. Why that score? Yeah. Because the Jazz went up twice against the Wolves <laughs> in 97 and it's, 98. It, they play seven games, not it's just one. It's our time. It's so our is that time. the final then. game or it, is that just the That's game? That's the final game. The okay. final game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I go with the final game. You're not actually that far off because the Jazz are good. Not good enough to ever make the finals again, but they're, hey. they're very good. And the Bulls, they've won 10 games in a row. I think. And good on them. Both teams have a really good chance of making it. Yeah. So I, I, say, I say the Jazz. That. The Jazz. Yeah, I got last year wrong. I said the Nets versus Lakers. So same matchup, but I said the Nets four to three. Mm-hmm. So this year, it's going to be the Golden State Warriors versus the Brooklyn Nets. The pairing of Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant finally 
pays off finally as, as the Nets head to the finals. Like yeah. these are all divas, right? Yeah. Like you, you, no one likes like this franchise team that has all these big names, especially James Harden. Like who likes the guy? I don't. Right. The attitude. Shave your beard. It's a joke. <laughs> right. But they're going to make it to the finals. So finally, their money will pay off. However, they have to face the Warriors who have been out of the spotlight for a couple of years. Like they were winning like back to back a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they have experience of the you know winning back then and now youth on their side. It's a long-fought battle, but the Warriors win four games to three. Okay. Warriors and the Nets, I think, would be pretty You don't want to give the final score of the final game like I did? That was obviously intentional. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Poor Jazz. All right. I, I think that the Jazz window actually has pretty much closed because Golden State does seem to be back. Uh, and they've been playing without one of their best players most of the season and been fairly Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen hasn't been playing. So I think this is another year that Golden State is going to go to the finals and they will do so against the Chicago Bulls. So actually, wow, one of them. Yeah, I think that they're playing well. Now, I wanted to uh, go with the Memphis Grizzlies instead of the Warriors, but they're a hockey team, Zach. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It sounds like a hockey team. It does sound like a hockey team, but I, I just can't go against what's going on over there in San Francisco. So I'm going to say the Golden State Warriors are going to be uh, triumphant against okay. the Chicago Bulls in the finals. Okay, so right. I said Jazz. You said Warriors. And I say Warriors. You said Warriors. So I, you said Warriors against, Warriors. I said Warriors against Bulls. You said Jazz against Bulls. Yeah. So I'll take one of each of yours and pick the Warriors. All right, now let's get into something you guys might know a thing or two about. Sports? Movies. movies. Oh, oh, movies. Yeah. Movies. Hey, you hey, remember yeah. those? I've heard of these. Remember those from 2019? Oh. oh, that was great. What will be the movie with the biggest box office? Last year I said Spider-Man Homesick. You That's did. You literally said Spider-Man yeah. Homesick. Uh-huh. And I said it, house and because I was taking into account the pandemic, thinking we may not have a billion-dollar movie for a while, I said $900 million, hoping we'd be at the tail end of it in December. And even though we're nowhere near out of it, it's made $1.5 billion. <laughs> in about a month. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Two not months. slowing down. It's in the, now the like number seven of the top yeah. highest grossers. Yeah. In these two years, which is astounding. You yes. can tell that people just needed an escape. And this movie A gave good it to escape. Them, precisely. And that movie gave it to them. So for this coming year, there are going to be some major players like coming uh, basically with the steam of Spider-Man No Way Home. I think Doctor Strange 2 will make a lot of money. But the first one made okay money. Yeah. And then you have Thor, which right. will make big money because Thor Ragnarok, which is horrible, but also made a nope. lot of money. But the biggest box office earner will be the one at the end of the year, and it will be Black Panther Wakanda Forever. This comes out November 11th, and this will make $1.3 billion. So less than Spider-Man No Way Home. But they basically have to adjust to the death of Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know death and tragedy kind of improves box office. Sadly. And yes. so there will be a tribute to Chadwick Boseman in the movie, like quite a bit, yeah. that people will go and see. They'll also be curious about what's going to happen in the story. Like, sure. who's going to be the next Black Panther? How are they going to do the war with Namor? Because they are saying Namor may be the villain in the movie. He's basically uh, uh, Kirkland Aquaman. No, no, it's a, a clown orange, orange clownfish. Yes, <laughs> sexy orange clownfish. Yes. Uh, <laughs> finding Namor? Yeah, finding yeah, Namor. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think they'll have to tease some big stuff considering the multiverse they've created. And I think they're going to announce the beginning of the X-Men here. And we're going to, everyone is going to want to see the introduction of Storm into the MCU, which will introduce the X-Men. And so is to Storm see, from Wakanda? No, but she is from Africa. Oh. And so I think we're going to see the introduction of Storm. People will be very excited. This will be the biggest movie of the year. Okay. I love the pick. 
do you legitimately think this movie will come out this year? Yes. There's been nothing about what like what they're gonna do for casting or what's going on. So they there's still, they okay, literally okay. still a You're battle. Right. They, of they if have gonna they've recast. delayed it with everything and so with some recasting rumors. Yeah, because people have said, oh, we should just uh, Chadwick would want you us know to recast. I, I'm staking my claim on it. You're right. Yeah. It could yeah. be delayed. Yeah, I, I think if it comes out, that that's a great pick. But but yeah. I don't know that it'll asterisk. Out. Yeah yeah. What do you think, Joel? Uh, last year I said F9. Uh, I thought that was gonna be the one that kind of broke the box mm-hmm. on this back. It actually came in fifth worldwide with seven hundred twenty-nine million after Spider-Man: uh, Home for the Holidays, as I called it. Yeah, uh, and a great couple, title. A couple Japanese movies and No Time to Die. That's like the top five right there. Or Japanese, excuse me, Chinese movies: The Battle at Lake Shanging and High Mom. Yeah, uh, but it did beat Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Godzilla vs Kong, and Shang Chi and the Eternals, which are the leather ones in mm-hmm. the top ten. But I think based on the uh, fervor that surrounded the multiverse aspect of Spider-Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. I think The Flash is going to be the big winner for this year. Really? I think DCAU may have run out of steam at this point, but people love crossovers and there's enough hype surrounding this movie, in particular certain actors that are going to be in it, that I think this will launch it ahead. I, I don't think this is going to be another Spider-Man No well, Way Home kind of because truth be told, dollars. like we may look back at it and be like, that movie captured everyone's attention for a couple weeks, right? Yeah. It was zeitgeist, but it's the only movie of 2021 that did. And I don't think 2022, honestly, I don't think it's going to be as big as box office as... Even the Marvel movies. I think they're going to do fine. But they're also, I think they're spreading themselves a little thin. And I do think some are going to be pushed, Kent. Okay. Now... Uh, oh, how much is it going to make? Uh, money. He's going to make money much. I think about $800 million. Yeah. Uh, 850. Okay, eight fifty. I'm gonna hit it. Yeah, bet. this feels like a year where the top earner isn't isn't gonna hit a billion. Yeah, because nothing looks huge. Nothing looks. Yeah, because we are again, we're following the years of of limited production and things yes. like that. Even though a lot of movies may come out, um, so this is a year where Spider Man uh, Across the Spider Verse Part One may come out, but I don't think that's gonna be a huge earner. I think it'll probably outperform the first, but that which is low. It's not it saying a lot. lot. It's yeah. it's yeah. it's beloved, but not. In, in money, but this one will make money. And I don't think it's going to get to the top. Multiverse of Madness doesn't have the big draw of a singular character that people do want to see. As much as it might be cool, it's got Sam Raimi who did Spider-Man, but it doesn't have a Spider-Man. It doesn't have an Iron Man. It's, I don't, just don't think it's going to have the pull. You know what people do seem to like? They seem to like that Chris Hemsworth guy. And yeah. I think Thor Love and Thunder is going to be the one. It's not going to be head and shoulders, and it's not going to be a huge earner, but I do think it will end up on top. This year, how much? Like, like seven fifty. That's it. I don't think it'll be a big year. That's less than Ragnarok. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be Ragnarok a, was in the heyday, though. Yeah, I think people are going. But it's a big year for Marvel. These three huge movies. It, but it, it's a big year in the sense that they're making a lot of movies. Not that anyone's like, "Whoa, this is going to be great." There's no end game here. Yeah, yeah. I think they think the movie industry will continue to suffer a little bit. I think we, you know, looking at the real world, yeah, Spider Man's made a ton of money, and numbers of a certain thing have shot up. So I think there yeah. will be a little bit of fear there. Uh, this won't go as as planned completely, and it will be a mediocre top earner. All right, how about three movies you want to flop? So last year I said Cruella. I wanted to flop. It made two hundred and thirty-three million against a hundred million dollar budget and greenlit a sequel. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I said Minions: Rise of Gru Didn't come again, out. which got pushed to July twenty twenty-two. Crazy! It's been like two and a half years. And I said Space Jam: A New Legacy, which bombed. It only mm. made 162 million against a budget of 150 million, and uh, but the HBO Max thing. The second uh, week of this movie, they saw a box office drop of 69, percent and that made me laugh. 
Because I was like, yes. Yeah. Terrible movie. You deserve it. But the three I want to flop this year, Minions Rise of Gru to flop this year. <laughs> There's no way. I've been saying it for the past, since you, January yeah. of 2020. Stay consistent. I've been saying this. I am not about to stop now. And this is, of course, the untold story of one 12-year-old's dream to become the world's greatest supervillain and star Steve Carell and a bunch of other Isn't people. it crazy if that movie was actually released when it was supposed to? We'd almost be near another sequel to that at this yeah. point. But they're holding on to it. In fact, they're holding on to this movie for so long. Oh, by the way, Jean-Claude Van Damme is in this movie, which was weird, I thought. Huh. But they keep on holding on to this movie so long, waiting for that big off box office break, when we all know it's just going to be released on Peacock this year. Yeah. Let it bomb. Also, Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore. I want to bomb. Yeah. I have not been a fan of this spinoff franchise since the beginning, even with their bloated budgets. The only Harry Potter movie more expensive than The Half-Blood Prince was uh, Order of the Phoenix, I think, if I remember right. They spend their money on these movies, like tons of money, and they don't get the box office return. The, this is the, the lowest Harry Potter movie was $896 million. None of these movies have even reached that, mm. like even close to that. It, interest is waning. It's time to Avada Kedavra this series and just <laughs> let it die. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, uh, by the way, this is, the synopsis is nothing. The third installment of the Fantastic yeah. Beasts and Where to Fight Them series. The Adventures yeah. of Newt's Command. Now this one did, did have the recast. There's no more Johnny Depp, which I think is, is technically an upgrade because it's Mads Mikkelsen now. I thought they should have just gone back to Colin Farrell, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, it's true. No, it's honestly just awkward at this point. Yeah, yeah. it really is. It's, and I think because of what's going on in, you know, with that franchise right now, I think they, a lot of people are done with it. Yeah, so that's and I call. love the Harry Potter franchise. Sure. I will watch any of the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them kind of annoys me, but that's not the point. I don't like any of the Fantastic Beasts movies. Okay. And then finally for my flop, uh, my want to flop, Avatar 2. Uh, this releases in December. Of it feels mean. This year. It's not, though, because I want James Cameron to know that it was the extra expensive 3D IMAX tickets that got him the highest grossing film of all time and not his lukewarm Ferngully reboot. I really just... Are uh, you still angry about a movie from 2009? I think it, the reason it got highest grossing is it was expensive tickets and it was a cool theater experience, like going to a 4D show at Disneyland. Well, that's just it, though. It was an experience. It was unique. Do you think this new one, we've seen it all now? He, he wanted, he was actually pushing for uh, glasses-free 3D for the next time his movie was going to release. But the technology's not quite there yet, as far as, as far as we know. But he's already got three sequels planned to be released in December of 2024, December of 2026, and December of 2028. The man needs to be stopped. Avatar 2 needs to bomb. Join with me, folks. It's actually kind of sad he hasn't made an original movie since then. Like, he's been so stuck on avatar in this world well, i, I mean, want to see him make another great action he movie. kind like, of released he, he he hit the peak of filmdom you know he hit that high school movie yeah. time he's like i'm good i made piranha 2 the spawning and i made this that's well good. he hit <laughs> not highest Titanic. grossing movie after he already made the highest grossing movie yeah he beat his own record it is going to be really crazy when Titanic, that movie i think deserved that honor for a while like being the groundbreaking movie i think avatar was. 2 will probably make in the 500 million maybe 600 million and that will be seen as a disappointment because it is not the two billion dollar earner yeah that we knew the first one as. Yeah. I had a great experience seeing Avatar, and I get why it made so much money. It because was cool. the tickets were like double the regular price. Which is what you might get for a matinee now. I mean, all these prices yeah. are so inflated. It's a one-of-a-kind experience happened. of a familiar story. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but it, the, the, we had not seen animation like that. I'll defend Avatar a little yeah. bit. I think it's okay, too. I yeah. think it's... Of course the time has passed. Baby. I think the time has passed where it's, it's a good hipster role to take. Yeah. To defend it. Yeah, I don't mind the movie. 
Anyway, go on. What do you got, Kent? Okay, last year I really wanted Boss Baby Family Business to fail. It made uh, 146 million, and it was made on an 82 million dollar budget. So mm, pandemic, not, not okay, great. but still didn't really make its money. I wanted Uncharted to fail. It's going to be released this year, I think. Yeah, and I still want it to fail. And then Cruella, the budget, especially after being delayed and the promotion and everything racked up, they say over 200 million dollars. I mean, a lot of that was just licensing for the music, right? And oh. then. It actually made a lot of money, two hundred thirty-three million, but obviously didn't make a profit whatsoever. Yeah. Well, and but we don't know numbers of the. It was a premium Disney Plus release for thirty dollars. Yeah. So we we don't have numbers on that. Yeah. Disney will say, "Oh, it was incredible." Yeah, it was so good. Really succeeded. Just, there's millions, millions, and millions. So the movies I want to flop. The first one is "Marry Me," and this one comes out February eleventh. Oh, like this. I know you're you taking aim at Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, this, it looks horrid. This looks like the. Re- I, I want to root for it because I want to root for the return of the traditional rom-com. The nineties rom-com. But the premise is so stupid. Oh, uh, it's dumb. Jennifer Lopez plays Jennifer Lopez, and she's about to get proposed to by her pop star boyfriend. They're getting married. They're married. Oh, they're, they're getting, getting they're married. Getting married on stage. That's it. And At her concert. And right before the marriage, she's in her gown and everything. He does other stuff. There's there's TMZ footage of him being bad. Right. Yeah. And so she, on her. she looks in the crowd and sees Owen Wilson standing there befuddled with a marry me sign that he didn't even write. No, his daughter did it. Yeah. And so she says, yes, you. And he walks up on stage and he marries this pop star. And it's kind of like, how did we get placed together? Oh, I wonder if we're going to fall in love. Is she going to go back to her ex-boyfriend Isn't or ex-fiance? Ash- Ashton Kutcher in this movie? Yeah, right. No. Is one of those. One of those. Premise, like the yeah. one where they got married in Vegas. Yeah. So it the... The trailer seems, seems like a joke trailer because it's 25 years too late for both people and for the movie itself. <laughs> and I'm sorry to say it. Uh, my second choice is releasing on Disney Plus, so we won't actually know box office numbers. But the movie looks so bad. It's called Sneakerella, and it releases May 13th. It's Cinderella, but the kid creates sneakers to impress this girl mm-hmm. whose dad owns a sneaker company. This movie has a lot of bad press swirling around it, yes. too. And I think it looks it looks like trash. And basically, when he runs away from the ball, he leaves his custom-made sneaker behind. And yeah. I've seen enough Cinderella as evidenced by the last episode. Yeah. The final movie that I truly want to fail mm-hmm. is The Flash. What? Yep. Yeah, this is released uh, November 4th. May be delayed. You because... legally changed your name to Kent DC Dunn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's true. Why did I do that? I don't know. Uh, well, my initials are CD, but I changed it over. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dunn's my middle name now. So, <laughs> anyways, so the synopsis of this is Barry Allen ends up in an alternate reality after traveling back in time to save his mother, and he must deal with the consequences. So, this is uh, Warner Brother DC's attempt to rewrite the DC universe. They're basically doing flashpoint and they're bringing in all these multiple universes which is established it's not like they copied no way home they copied spider-verse this has been established forever Mm -hmm. like honestly dc created this but they are going to ruin the multiverse concept and what spider-man did is said hey you know what we know this is pandering but we're going to please every single one of you what dc is doing is saying you know what we're going to get rid of the snyderverse and we're going to make it like 2022 style we're gonna make it like super relevant to twitter like everyone's gonna praise us for all of our diverse decisions and they're gonna go with more old school fan service than actually what a potential good future could be and i want this movie to fail i think it'll probably make 340 million dollars that bad yeah which is a lot of money but still bad for that i am rooting against this movie so weird i i never would have guessed just two years ago 
Yeah. Like, can we be actively rooting against? It's too the early. DCU. If we saw a Flashpoint so movie on Flash three, great. But too to early see- from the from the universe that gave us Batman v Superman after Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. We didn't even get a standalone Superman movie or, or Batman movie. Yeah, I mean, it's true. No, mistakes have been made, and this will be their biggest. This is a Justice League once again. It will be that bad. You think so? Yeah. All right, I'll just go quickly with mine, because, uh, well, one of them's been talked about, but I'm going to go, first of all, with Morbius. Morbius, the living vampire. Is this going to be released this year? Come out. If it ever comes out, I want it to flop. I think it looks stupid, and I think the story's stupid, and Jared Leto, I you know, don't really... He's not a draw in the box office, so I don't think it's going to do well. Would you say he's stupid? No, but I don't really care about him yeah. or this movie. And I don't think anyone else will either. A movie that I don't think, again, might never come out because they've all they're talking about is how they're making it. And that is Black Adam. Mm-hmm. I, I think this movie will flop. I don't think anybody cares. People wanted to see the charisma of uh, Zachary Levi in Shazam. And they were like, I don't know what Shazam is, but that looks fun. And you think, well, doesn't The Rock have charisma? I think we're at full rock fatigue right now. <laughs> yeah, Jungle Cruise proved that. Jungle Cruise proved it. it yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody liked it. It, didn't, it doesn't work anymore. People don't really want to see this movie. People are tiring of DC in general. This movie's going to flop. And then I also agree with you on The Flash. I want to see this movie fail. Because mm-hmm. I think they're going the wrong direction. And much like they went the wrong direction with Justice League, they need to be punished for it. Yes, I agree. So, there we go. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sad. I know. I'm going to change my name back. That costs like 50 bucks. That's <laughs> like 300. Oh, okay. man. Yeah. I guess I'm keeping it. <laughs> All right. What's one movie that will flop? Last year, I said Chaos Walking, which was finally released. This was Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. The budget was $100 million, and it made worldwide $26 million. Yeah. Huge, Jeez. huge flop. Yeah. The big flop this year will be another movie that was delayed two years. It's Death on the Nile. This oh, one comes out really? next month, the February next 11th. The next movie with yes. Kenneth Branagh. I like the first one. Yeah, like I, I was didn't. like, oh, Yeah, you didn't really like it, did you? Mm-hmm. But what it's trying to do is have a nice ensemble cast and have a, 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 a famous mystery story that we all know. And so this one, Death on the, on the Nile, had a really good cast. And then <laughs> Army Hammer, who was front and center in the cast, got in a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think they've hidden this movie. From all publicity. And they kind of just want to sneak it in and say, yeah, it was released. Here we go. Army Hammer still is in it, though. Oh, yeah. They haven't cut him out. And mm-hmm. so, like, let's say, oh, what if phrasing. he's... What if he's the... <laughs> yeah. What if he's the killer in the movie? Like, that's not going to be a good look, right? Mm-hmm. Regardless. So, anyways. Death on the Nile. Can we get Christopher Plummer to step in? Yeah, true. Well, he's dead now. Oh. But, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, I said Godzilla versus King Kong would flop, and it kind of did in the no, U.S. Yeah. In the U.S. Oh, please, though. It made triple its money. budget yeah. out, outside of that, so they did just fine. Oh, and it came out in a challenging time. Yeah. And I am going to say that the movie that's gonna, that will flop in 2020, if it comes out, in 2022, if it comes out, is Untitled Illumination Entertainment Project. <laughs> also known as the Super Mario Brothers movie, but it's listed. Oh. The Super Mario Brothers animated movie with... Uh, uh, Chris Pratt and Anna Taylor-Joy and Charlie Day and Jack Black. Will flop? I think it will. Because I don't think that the desire... it is The, the synopsis is a plumber named Mario travels through an underground labyrinth of, uh, with his brother Luigi trying to save a captured princess. I don't want it to flop, but I think it will. I mean, the, the live action movie that came out in 1993 was closer to what the, the, like the height of Mario mania, I'll I agree. say. And since then, we don't have the Mario TV show. We don't have as many Mario games coming out. 
we don't have that love for Mario, and it just feels a little too late. And then when they said like Chris Pratt's not even going to do, not even going to be doing the "It's a Me Mario" mm-hmm. accent, I just kind of went, well, "Where's this going to go?" I just don't think that this is going to have the boom that they want it. I to. think it will. You think so? I think Mario is tailor made for animation. That I'm, said, I'm not saying that. Is there a lot of uh, anticipation for it? No. There's not. I just think any anime movie with Seth Rogen in it can't really do that well. I and in fact, they're talking about they're already talking about spinning. He's plays Donkey Kong. They're already talking about a Donkey Kong movie spinoff. <laughs> I actually really like this voice cast, except for the lead. Like you don't want it, Chris Pratt in this, but Charlie Day, that's a great I have choice. No yeah. problem. Jack with Chris Black Pratt. as Bowser, that's great. I love Chris Pratt, but the problem is he's not Mario. Yeah, no. and that's an issue. All right. uh, I'm. I think mine might be a little too easy, so I'll give you two. I think Hocus Pocus 2, if it comes out, will be a flop. Yeah. yeah it like, won't be good. It'll it's only come out on Disney+. Disney+. Plus. It's not going to go to yeah, the box That's office. what I'm thinking. It's not going to go to the box office. So your box office failure is going to be Uncharted. Yeah, I agree. Chaos Walking might as well have been Uncharted. And uh, anybody who actually likes the Uncharted video games looks at that and goes, wow, that's... Uh, you know." Uh, Tom Holland is I, not good. I, I think no, studios are banking. Mark Wahlberg is not good. I think they're banking on star power, and Tom Holland doesn't actually have star power. He's no. just in Marvel movies. He just happens to be but, Spider-Man. But he does have teen girl following. And who's going to go see Uncharted? Probably those girls. Maybe. Yeah, $26 million worth. Yeah, then it's not going to make big money, and it will prove, once again, video game movies are hard. All right, what do we have for our five most anticipated? Since the guy was just saying Super Mario Brothers is going to do fine. <laughs> yeah, it's going to do fine because it's going to be <laughs> animated. Uh, my stepson will see it six times, so it's going to make money. That's unfair. You're stacking the numbers. Yes. <laughs> so you're going first. Do you want to go last year real quick and then go five, four, or five, 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 four? four yeah, let's we'll go to circle yeah. this one. So Joel, you're starting on this one. Did you say five? Were, did you say it? Oh, oh yeah, Joel, give us last year's yeah. and give us your number five. All right, now we're going to do our five most anticipated. Are we going to give last year's? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll give it last year's, and then we'll just kind of round robin it to okay. get through the five. Uh, so last year, I said A Quiet Place 2. Yay. I said The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which was pushed to mm, this right. year. Still uh, looks good. Ghostbusters Afterlife? Yeah. Old? Mm. Meh. And yeah, you hated it. Uh, it's meh. Yeah. And Untitled Spider-Man sequel. Yay! <laughs> That's what I said last year. So yeah, I ended up liking most of the movies I was excited for, which makes me happy. And real quick, last year I said Matrix 4, eh. Mission Impossible 7, never came out. Dune, came out, it was great. Last Night in Soho, came out, it was great. Zack Snyder's Justice League, we all know my feelings. Yeah. Do we? Yeah, good. Yeah. I can, no, I can no, say too long, too long. Oh, okay. no. All right, Joel, let's start with you. What is your uh, top five, or your uh, fifth? So my number five is going to be an odd pick, you guys might think, but I, I it's actually kind of a uh, nostalgia pick, shall we say. Jack Arse Forever. <laughs> Guys, after 11 years, the crew is back for their final crusade. He's doing it again every for the year, whole family. Every year, he's I doing think. it again. Maybe he won't do it. Maybe he won't yeah, do it. Yeah, I was like, okay, doing it. Maybe mm. he's mature. No, I, I said, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, I actually did say Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, yeah. Number five. Not because I care about Doctor Stephen Strange and his story, because mm. it's fine, but it's not like my favorite story. It's because the director, Sam Raimi, totally. who did the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, uh, Army of Darkness, Spider-Man movies. Yep. He hasn't made a movie since 2013, which was Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah, which is disappointing. And he hasn't made a good movie since 2009 <laughs> with Dragman to Hell. Exactly. But I think in this one, they, they talk about how this could be the first Marvel horror movie. And I'm like, that intrigues me. I want to know more about it. It was. And then they fired the director. So, yeah. Still mm. could have it with Sam Raimi. Mm. I hope so. I hope so. My number five is called Disappointment Boulevard. And that's not a joke. 
Uh, this is TBA 2022, so it may not be released this year, but they're saying hopefully December. Why? What is this movie? Disappointment Boulevard is an intimate, decade-spanning portrait of one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. Starring Joaquin Phoenix, directed by Ari Aster, director of Hereditary and Midsummer. That is what sells it for me. Joaquin Phoenix, he chooses the weirdest roles, and it feels like these two, the director and the actor, are perfectly paired because Ari Aster does not make a normal movie. In fact, he calls this, because it's a very vague synopsis, he calls it a nightmare comedy. And okay. look, I didn't love Midsummer, but it sure was, uh, it sure made an impact. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hereditary, I absolutely love. So I'm just super curious. I don't even know if it's going to be released this year, but because it currently is, it's my number five. What's it called again? Disappointment Boulevard. Okay. Hopefully that title doesn't ring true for how I feel about it. Uh, my number five has already been talked about, and I am just curious to see if it'll come out and if it'll be any good. Avatar 2. All right. I'm curious. I anticipate. Laser eyes. So what's going on? With whatever what's good? baby. No. <laughs> well, why, why? Why? I just, I, it might not be good, but I'm anticipating it. I think it might be interesting. If they do it in the cool 3D, I will probably go for the experience again. But I just, I have no interest in the story. Oh, I, the thing is, I want it to have a new story. I want to see where yeah. it goes. So I'm, this one is a curiosity pick. I'm wondering what, where it'll go. What's you, your, you, you read the synopsis, right? Yeah. It's. Which basically says. Jake Sully lives with a newfound family for another planet of Pandora. It's the same movie. Yeah, we'll see. Once a familiar threat returns to finish what they previously started. But it's in the ocean this time. Yeah. That's we'll kind of cool. Visually. We'll see. I'm interested. All right. What you got for four, Joel? My number four is Paranormal Activity, The Other Side. It's the eighth movie in the franchise, so oh. it's got to be good. Right, guys? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, my number uh, four pick is Mission Impossible 7. Finally. Yeah. Yes. Uh, hopefully it comes out. This is the seventh entry, so it's got to be good. Uh, <laughs> but actually, Mission Impossible is one of those few franchises where it's not like a incredibly consistent given to yeah, pretty consistent. It yeah. feels like this is where it falters. You think so? I think so. Well, I think it, it'll be good. Here's here's my issue with it. It's not going to gross very much money because they're releasing it in on September of 2022, and then in October. Oh no, no, in November they're releasing it to Paramount Plus streaming. Oh, so they're going to undercut the just box wait. office a couple months in. Yeah, yeah. Man. And they already got the sequel in the works for 2023. Uh, gee, I cannot believe it's still going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. What do you got? Kent? Babylon. Babylon. Uh, comes out December By David 25th. Gray? Uh, uh, <laughs> you're ahead. Good reference. Babylon. There we go. Babylon. So this comes out Christmas Day, apparently. Also may not come out this year. The plot is unknown, but it's rumored to be set in period Hollywood near the end of silent films. It stars Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Tobey Maguire, and Olivia Wilde, directed by Damien Chazelle. <gasps> is this Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Oh. Uh, basically, it's like the artist in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mixed, yeah. but it's Damien Chazelle. Okay. And I've been waiting for his return since, since La, La La Land. Land. I mean, yes, he did First Man, but... Oh, that should be good. Yeah, right? Get a room. <laughs> right? Look at Zach. He's funny over this movie. I hope it comes out this year. Yeah. I would be ecstatic. I like how my picks are like, oh, this is a, an interesting story and, and a characters that I'm interested in. Kent's like, I like the director. Well, I love auteurs, yeah. right? I love creative you people. You love auteurs? Yes. Wes Anderson? No. Coen Brothers? Yeah. Uh, Save it for like, our auteur show. Like them. Like, you know, like ya. <laughs> YA. Like, like ya. Are you sending conversation hearts to your favorite <laughs> Damien directors? Damien Chazelle gets I... Uh, it's actually a love, yeah. It's L U V, yeah. You are a cutie. 
Because if he made more good movies, like I just need to see more. Yeah. Okay. Nolan is like, I am in love with you. Right. Okay. <laughs> you need to stop sending him those hearts. <laughs> I know. I'm a stalker. <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh, for my number four, I'm going to go with, I believe it was your number five, Multiverse of Madness. Again, this is a curiosity pick. Mm-hmm. I, I think this could be fascinating. Visuals and Doctor Strange are good. Uh, I, I like the, uh, the first one more than I think most people. I actually really like it. Um, and so I, I'm very curious to see where it will go. What do you have for number three, Joel? Uh, this one comes out in February, and it's Dog. It's Channing Tatum. <laughs> the and directing it. He's directing it? Yeah. That's See, I go with director. He's an auteur. Uh, auteur. <laughs> uh, the tagline, one of them has a week to live. The other lives like every day is his last. I hope Channing wow. Tatum only has one week to live. I think maybe. I'm oh, no. The, I, I feel bad now. No. Uh, okay. No. Nah. And my real pick was The Flash. Yeah. I actually am anticipating oh, this you are. one. Yeah. And it's mostly because of the rumors surrounding who's coming back. And to me, that's a draw. Because It'll be an epic moment. Yes. Truly. I don't know if that's like spoiler or not, but yeah, they're, well, they're bringing yeah. back. I'm actually okay characters. with the inclusion of the character because I think it's cool. Yeah. Fan service. But what DC wants to do with the character from then on, it's just too old. Okay. I'll leave it there. It's my third anticipated. What's yours? Uh, Mission Impossible 7. You've already mentioned it. I love the Mission Impossible movies. I actually think they get better with each one. Fallout was amazing to me i think some of the best action i've seen in they movies need to go back to putting numbers on them because i can never remember which one's which yeah that's true i wonder if they're gonna do that i hope so with this one and i think the the biggest maybe downfall of this one is they're going to try to make it a to be continued movie yeah. and nobody wants to see that in a theater and then wait a year or two or thanks dune you know like yeah. but that said it will be a cool movie it's been 26 years since the original movie. <laughs> That's all long Tom Cruise has been doing these yeah. movies. I said it. I said it in the last uh, prediction show. We were talking about this movie. Yeah. But John Voight is younger yeah. than Tom Cruise. John, John Voight uh, is younger in Mission Impossible yeah. 1 than Tom Cruise is in Mission Impossible 7. But, but Zach, I disagree. I think Christopher McQuarrie, who is back as writer and director, yeah. he has such a passion for this franchise and working with Tom Cruise that he's not giving up. I agree. Pastor oh. McQuarrie does a great job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my number three pick is the Untitled Shrek reboot because I hope it's gritty. Is this a Joel joke? I love it. I love uh, Shrek. If it's uh, uh, Shrek two, it's a pinnacle of cinema. Yeah, but then they made three and forever after. I'm just it, we, we're going to reboot it. It's going to be gritty. I love it. Min gritty reboot for a Shrek. Gritty reboot. For what Shrek. do you got, Joel? That's really <laughs> Shrek your pick? is love. Shrek uh, is life. Yes. So on my number two. Yeah. Uh, my number two pick is DC League of Super Pets. Oh, oh that, that, I can't, this was almost I can't my wait to bomb. see the dark and gritty reboot of DC Pets. Did you know that's actually what I changed? <laughs> I changed my name to. It is Kent DC League of Super Pets. Did you? That was available. <laughs> oh man, that, well, yeah. that was available. That makes sense. Uh, no, my my number two pick is the Batman. All right, which comes out in March. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Robert Pattinson uh, as uh, Batman, as Bruce Wayne. It's directed by Matt Reeves, who did The Paul Bearer with David Schwimmer. Remember that? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no respect. <laughs> he also did something about apes. I don't remember. Oh, wow. Uh, but no, like as I was very hesitant initially, but the more mm. I kind of see about this movie, and I don't, I try to avoid spoilers, but just seeing certain looks and characters, I'm like, this could be fun. As much as I was like, I don't need another Batman movie. Right. It's never going to replace the Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. But I am intrigued enough to put this on my list as number two. It's a good pick. My number two is The Northman. Or The Northman. Oh, with Elijah Wood. No, no that North, North? The North Boy. Oh. That was just, yeah, North is so bad. So this comes out April 22nd. Once again, this is a director choice rather than the content. Though the trailer did really look really cool. It's directed by Robert Eggers, who did The Witch and The Lighthouse. So he's a very... Fascinating. Light-hearted rom-com director. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. 
And so the synopsis is an epic revenge thriller that explores how far a Viking prince will go to seek justice for his murdered father. Very basic story, but it's all style. Maybe probably uh, even style over substance, but it stars Alexander Skarsgård, Anya Taylor-Joy, Willem Dafoe, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke. It's a good cast. It's a really good cast. And it's just going to be a really trippy movie. The visuals would be amazing. This will be the Green Knight of the year, basically, which is that's mystifying. I don't know why I like it, but I really do. Hmm. So the Northman. Nice. Uh, I won't spend too much time. My number two is also the Batman. The Batman. I'm very curious about this movie. Uh, I And yeah, I think it will be definitely a different take. I'm and just I think that's really happy to see Robert Pattinson getting work after he was Cedric Diggory, Diggory in uh, Goblet of Fire. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't really do and nothing else. Then. Nothing else has happened. That's he, crazy. He did indie movies for like 10 years and yeah. you're really good. Yeah. He's good. He he was in a light. He was in Tenet. What's, what's that? Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. And what's your number one, Joel? Well, I want to give some quick honorable mentions oh, sure, before sure. I jump into number one. I did say Uncharted. Only because I do love the game so much, and they could be fun. Uh, I did say a downtown, downtown Abbey, a new era. <laughs> I said Top Gun Maverick. Oh sure. yeah, that's coming out this year. John Wick Chapter Four. Not like coming this. out this year. Oh, it's not. They delayed until next. Ah, uh, nope. Uh, Jordan. Yeah, I agree. Jordan Peele's new movie, uh, Guns Three, Alias Billy the Kid. They're making a, a third Young Guns movie, Kent. What? That's what it said. Is this is going to be the third I have a new number guns. one, everybody. What? <laughs> I know. And then I mentioned it before, but uh, Samaritan. Uh, it's yeah. The, uh, Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone as the superhero who doesn't want to be a superhero. But my number one is one that shouldn't be a surprise to any of you who know me. It's Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Dang it. <laughs> I knew it was animated. <laughs> it's been 11 years since the last Puss in Boots guy, spinoff movie, guys. And, and Antonio Banderas is still alive. <laughs> So, <laughs> is this a gritty reboot of he's Puss very, in Boot? He's very gritty. Puss in oh. Gritty Boots. That sounds uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, but no, I, my number one is obviously going to be Spider-Man Across the Universe Part 1, which is weird mm -hmm. because this is uh, a, a sequel. It's not a complete movie. Right. And it's also kind of a spinoff in the sense of, you know, it's a spinoff of the Spider-Man universe. Yeah. But I love Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse so much that when I heard they were making another movie, I went, yes, yes, I want to see it because that first one was so entertaining. Part two is really expected to release in 2023. They're saying the animation in this one is light years beyond that first one. I know. And I can't wait. Because the first one, the animation was so clever was so and clever. unique. Yeah. So yes, that is my most anticipated. I am such a cliche, guys. All of my picks, except one, were superhero picks, which is ridiculous. But those are the movies that are announced sooner. They right? are. That's yeah. what you can find out. Sure uh, bets, you know. honestly. That is, this is kind of the broad overview of the season. We'll get into the more sure, sure. nuanced ones. But, well, like the ones Kent's doing later on. Yeah, precisely. I'm, I'm going to skip Kent for a second and oh. just agree with you. Because my number one is also Spider-Man. Ah, I, 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 across I the Spider-Verse. I love that first one so much. It's, it's so good. It's really fun to watch. I may say it's my favorite Spider-Man movie now, guys. Is it climbed that far? I About Spider-Man 2? I think it did. <gasps> yeah. Ooh, I really, really like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. All right. So, Kent, what's your number one, and why is it the Batman? Well, first of all, honorable mention, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. I can't freaking wait for this movie. And Terrible I, title. The though. only reason I put it at my honorable mentions is because I really want to give some love to these directors who are I, just so I, weird and trippy. I appreciate that you are. Everything, everywhere, all at once. So it's Michelle Yao uh, oh, yeah. in the lead in this movie, and the trailer is trippy. I know very little about the movie other than it's multiverse and she is thrown, literally oh, thrown. That's the one where she's in a bunch of different. Uh, yes. It's her in, in a bunch of different dimensions. Yes. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, nope as well. Bullet Train. 
which has Brad Pitt in this movie. It's supposed to be like a Smoke and Aces sort of movie. Okay. And then Avatar 2, because I'm so curious. It's a curiosity pick. Yeah. And then my obvious obvious um, pick is the Batman. I try not to pick superhero movies as my number one pick, but I it's once again, second year row, I have Pattinson. to. It's Robert Pattinson. I think the look of this, I think they're going to nail Gotham so well. Where I mean, well. it's the director of Cloverfield. Uh, that's I love Cloverfield. Okay, just make sure it's like unironically. And I, I'm, this isn't a surprising pick for you because it's like, what if Batman was an indie movie? Yes, yeah. So they're very specific about it's Batman's second year of crime fighting. Just so we don't really have to mention the death of his parents, even though the whole movie will be about the Waynes. Yeah, like if you've seen the trailer, it is the Riddler, like we've never seen him before. Paul Dano playing the Riddler, and it looks so creepy. And obvious, there's obvious influence of Seven and movies of that ilk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is PG-13, even though it looked dark enough to be a rated R movie. And yeah, just to see the long Halloween adapted kind of into a movie, I'm so excited. Yeah. So yeah, yeah obvious pick. Spider-Man and Batman. Of course we did. Wow. We did. I mean, that those are some pretty, you know, pretty obvious but big picks. And I'm wondering, it's supposed to come out March. I wonder if it's delayed based on current circumstances. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. We shall see. All right. So there you go. There are our predictions for 2022. There's a lot of predictions. Uh, Let us know what you think of our predictions and let us know your predictions as well on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are there. We are listening. And we will respond sometimes. All right. Before we go, we'd like to thank our patrons. So from the I Am The Listener category, we have Lady Terry A. Finley, Shannon West, Chris Drought, Sean Sanquist, Bacon Council Member Wannabe Kyler, Jennifer Kilkowski, Braden Winterton, Alicia Bass, Glow Clen Daniel, Sir and Madam Hicks, Adam and Rachel Crump, Allison Gall, Rocky and Steph, Scott Sprague, Jake the Cooler King Swallow, Andrew in the Dark, Casey Cummings, and Johnny English, Brick Four standing by. And from the Bacon Council, we have Nicole sitting in the Sin Bin Hale, the one, the only, Chris Anderson, Ryan and Marley Farron, Stephen Ross, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, our favorite couple, the Madsons, and Beaker. Patrons, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you everyone who's uh, had to bear with us in this episode. We know it's a long one, but we get really excited about we what do. the next year will bring. Yes, yeah. we hope you are excited as well. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with QuickWits. They're performing at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcom or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com. If you want to tell me how right I am about my predictions throughout the coming year, stop by blakesbarbershop.com and schedule a haircut with me. Or you can just reach out to me on social media at Tumbling Mustard on Twitter and Instagram. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. That's liking the Facebook page and going to at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. There's a lot of fun to be had there. And then if you would like to be a billboard for Bacon Sale, we would appreciate it. And you can rep some fun merch from tpublic.com slash bacon sale. And then if you like the show, like what's going on and want to support us further, patreon.com slash bacon sale is the place where you can get uh, bacon bits uh, where we talk about whatever for a, a very long time. Ken had a very interesting dating Very strange story yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was odd. Amongst other things like Joel's notes and video reviews, it's all there at patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time, uh, this goes out to Lisa Bonet. Choose me instead of Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked every year that Blogspot still exists. Thanks to you, Joelstradamus. <laughs> A partial Nostradamai. Yes. Are we vibing? We're vibing. You guys were vibing last year. Yeah, we really we were. were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. hope it happens this year. Uh, polar flares? No, no, no. Vibing, not polar flares. Oh, okay. She's like smoking a bear. <laughs> Only you with can... a murderous rage. <laughs> I'm 
I'm never watching. I know you did last summer again. Mom canceled my subscription. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wow. that's crazy. That there still happens to my voice now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The mummy is peak Brendan Fraser. Our so hearts. Zach gets anniversary and divorce mixed up. <laughs> I like it. I hate it, but I like it. My so peanut butter and jelly sandwich sucks, Mom. No! <laughs> I would sooner I love die. triggering you that way. <laughs> One day, I'm going to steal all your girlfriends. Like, think about this. Ooh, I, think I don't want to think about this. <laughs> Finally, we can all unite that Big Ovaltine has been against us this the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> right? M C U L T. Thanks for the drive by Colting. That uh, devil is so charming. He is. He's Look just so relatable. He is. Satan. Every man. Satan. Satan. Wow. <laughs> he's like a real lanky muskrat. Handsome. I do want credit for the death of Sean Connery. Michael Kite. This woman's hips do lie. Shout out to Rob they, Schneider. They Oh, can I have that, please? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, thanks. No. Okay. I have video proof. <laughs> this guy knows his stuff. I totally. I'm a sports expert. Good, good sports. I don't even know if that's a possible score. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, it's possible. Josh Allen is a total stud. Uh, totally. Yeah. Uh, for, the for the Bills. There might not be a baseball season this year. Is Push there going to be a light rain? Oh, that should be good. And Lisa Bonet from Cheers.